With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go. Let's go. So why were you in the jungle today? Were you were you getting some exercise or something? I mean, I I literally was blown yeah. away when I saw you outdoors because we'll see the gym videos, we'll see you hooping, but to see you outdoors on a trail, I think Benjamin Albright, who's going to join us later in the show, was worried that you were like at Jurassic Park or something of that nature. Didn't know that on? the that I lived five minutes from the Amazon. Let me tell you something. I could feel the poison <laughs> ivy just in getting injected into my veins. A walk, and the path was—you could even you can't even see the path. And then, of course, my my wife walks way ahead of me, so I don't know where I'm walking. I I stubbed my foot. Um, I I could see how this was like a bad horror movie, like an arrow was going to come through my back, or I was going to get eaten by like a big anaconda snake or something like that. I, I'm glad you didn't. I, yeah. When I first saw it, I thought you were walking around a bunch of weed plants. <laughs> I thought you were at some sort of outdoor marijuana growth yeah. facility. Where was I, in California or something like that? Well, you know, some of those hills in Vermont yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. But I'm glad you got back safely. In fact, I was kind of worried because there was the uh, – and, and, again, I live on social media, on, especially on Sundays to prep yeah. for this show. Because for those that aren't aware, this isn't a one-day prep 
from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You need to visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. This is a week-long prep that we have for this show, and Arnie and I are kind of creatures of habits. We don't do much on Sunday. We trade texts all day long. Uh, we'll bug Lee if uh, – if, if maybe we failed miserably and say, Lee, let's try to get this guy or let's get that guy, and the guest list is loaded for tonight. But when I see on Twitter that Arnie is actually outdoors or traveling, there's a part of me where I get a little concerned because I just want to make sure you're coming back. I, yeah, I thought yeah. you might be out there camping and trying to get away from us tonight. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not like that girl who took a picture of her camping when she was in the back, her own backyard. No, it wasn't, <laughs> was, wasn't like that one. I was, okay. I, I was actually doing a little walking. By the way, um, Go ahead. I, I was I, I just to change the subject real quick. I was watching some videos on my Arizona Wildcats football team. Man, do we look good. Yeah. Man, if there was one year I wish we played Oklahoma, this was the year. I still Damn. have yet to see a team put out a video from practice that didn't make him look off awesome. Oh, but I'll we look, to look really forward. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again. Try to find at Arizona football that ever put out a highlight where you didn't look awesome. Go ahead. Spit yeah, some time. Keep ducking us. Keep ducking us. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Why Why would anyone <laughs> want to duck Arizona right now? I, and here's the funny we'll thing. We'll see is, you in the playoffs, big boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. But if if there was ever a year where I really wanted to fight and scratch and claw with you, this would be it. But much like last year, I kind of like Arizona. And the yeah. Pac-12, It's it's like a – I mean, it's like a group of five conference. I mean, it's not like one of the Power Five conferences anymore. So, I mean, you get to play all these pushovers. So, maybe you can end up there. Man, Arnie, I got to ask you something before we get going. And we're not fighting about this to start the show tonight. We're going to get into the exhibition season from week one. Uh, And, and in fact, I didn't even want to bring this up, but I was getting hot about it when I was – I saw a tweet from last night. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up that I was 5-1 and on my picks. Okay, move on from that then. Yeah, You were 5-1 and on your picks. 2-0 and in the first week and uh, 3-1 – and uh, over the weekend, Vegas yeah. is calling us now just to find out who I have. That's what I, they want to know. You're off to a hot start. Yeah, I hope yeah. it continues. I mean, oh, it I will. hope it continues it because Shay, your your son Shay Spanier needs his what sophomore year yeah. of college fully funded. So let's go take <laughs> care of Shay. You've blown his college fund over the last decade. So let's build this bad boy back up. But did you do a 180 on our fight from last week? About Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Lelliot, and now are you thinking that you you just let Zeke go? Did I hear you right last night, or what? Are you now on team? Oh, just let Zeke go. We're gonna build around Dak and Amari Cooper, or did I did I dream that at some well, point last you, night? You you heard that when? When did you hear that, Chris? I thought I heard it last night with you and yeah. Aaron Torres. And now, twenty four hours later, when we find out that there's a rumor. That Dak Prescott, uh, Dak Prescott turned down was it thirty million dollars a year, yep. and that would have put him at what number uh, quarterback? Well, in the top five, right? But what? Oh, no, you know, thirty mil a year, I think, would have been number one. No, no, I'm I thought mistaken. Aaron Rodgers makes thirty four. No, uh, okay, well, let's just well, say I, it's I, near I, number one. Okay, um, well, if that's true, and we and people go, and I heard Brady Quinn say, well, we don't know how much of it's guaranteed. Look, when 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 you're offering somebody. In, in over thirty million dollars, there's no games being played. There's no shenanigans. You're you're pretty much going to guarantee, you know, maybe more than one year, especially for a quarterback. So, um, if Dak is turning out money like that, I've got to seriously wonder if if this guy's going to be the quarterback of of, of my okay. future. Uh, if right. he's going to go ahead and turn out money, because I'm not going to go ahead and make him anything more than that. 
35 mil for Russell Westbrook this season. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson this yes. season at Seattle. So Wilson's number one. Ben Roethlisberger at 34 mil. Arnie, you're right, 33.5 for Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz at 32 mil. And then Matt Ryan at 30 mil. So that you're right. They were going to pay him like a top five quarterback in the league. What is he wanting to become the high? I, let, let me rewind a little bit. If that's true. I mean, that's I, what the reports. Who knows? I love Mike Lombardi. I really do. I think he's one of he's one of my favorite listens whenever he's when he's a guest on any of our shows. If it's Dan Patrick or Colin Coward or if he's on during the weekend, I, it's it's a drop everything. It's a go find it on social media and listen to it. He's my favorite. I I can't fathom Dak Prescott saying no to thirty million dollars. Can you? I mean, again, again, not trying to call anyone a liar. And for those that aren't familiar with this report. According to Mike Lombardi from The Athletic, he reported today that he has been told that Dak Prescott turned down an offer from the Cowboys that would have paid him somewhere in the neighborhood of $30 million annually that would have put him in the top five. Um, and, and again, we don't know the structure of it. We don't know what the guaranteed money looked like. We don't know a lot as far as this deal is concerned. But, I mean, I just – I can't fathom Dak Prescott turning down $30 million right now unless he feels like there's a market out there that's going to make him as yeah, – can you imagine Patrick Mahomes going to the negotiating table in a year from now and saying, I need Dak Prescott money? I mean, factor that for, for, for a minute. When they think Pat Mahomes is going to be $200 million guaranteed, not per year, obviously, but through the life of his contract, he might have to if, – if Dak Prescott's going to get paid more than $30 million a year, Pat Mahomes is going to go to a negotiating table and want Dak Prescott kind of money. That seems crazy to me. Crazy. You, well, for, for Dak, I, look, I don't know who's giving him his advice, and maybe I'm underestimating him, but I think his top five is fair. If if I was getting that, I'm like, you know what, I'll make up more money. Um, I'm the quarterback for the Cowboys. How much of endorsement deals can this guy make if he had a little bit of a personality um, to – you know, make endorsements like crazy to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Chris. Uh, man, I just I don't under I, I can't. That's why I can't believe this. Tell me it's not true, Arnie. Tell me that somewhere someone floated a number, and I'm not saying that anyone isn't worth what someone would pay them. If if Jerry Jones feels that Dak Prescott is worth thirty million dollars a year, then by all means, Dak Prescott's worth thirty million dollars a year. But there's no way he said no to that, right? Please, well, who's easier talk. to replace, Dak or Ezekiel? And who uh, who can you go without, Dak or Ezekiel? See, don't, I don't want to fight about th- No, okay. see, our fight wasn't about who you replace. Our fight yeah. was about Jerry's motivation. That's where our fight started. Do you know, I was mad for like four days. I was mad for like four <laughs> days. I'm like, how can he not think Jerry would be bent about this? Anyway, we're not going down that road. Uh, I am a firm believer that not one size fits all whenever it comes to certain – mindsets and how they they work in offenses and I think Dallas's offense with the way that it's set up you pay Zeke and and maybe if 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 Dak Prescott's turning down 30 million dollars a year how can you pay him I mean you've got to really look at that and say we're not going to be able to keep all three of these guys if our quarterback's turning down 30 mil a year right and if let me ask you this that, if, if if this was like ahead. arbitration all right if this was arbitration um, oh, what, what what are they coming at you with? They're coming at you with statistics, right? Well, it's kind of hard for you. What are you coming back with when they're telling you um, my client, Dak Prescott, is the, has the second most wins in the NFL over the last, what, three or four years? Um, what are you coming back with, Chris? 
That's a great question. <laughs> so let let me let me give you an idea. But that the, you, that we won because we have Ezekiel Elliott. We won because we have a great offensive line. We'd win without Dak Prescott, or would you look? Uh, would you pull up his interception to touchdown ratio? I don't know what you could buy. Would you pull up the middle part when he was just 500? You'd have to do something. Would you? But yeah, would you pull up quarterback wins? Would that matter or no? Well, I yeah, mean, if I was quarterback wins, he's second in uh, in the NFL in the last four years. Someone brought up a – and again, the, oh, gosh, the quarterback wins debate. I'm a big believer in quarterback wins. All right, let me, let me rewind a little bit. I was a huge believer in quarterback wins. Quarterback wins were something that mattered so much to me, and I'm not kidding. Pete Bukowski legitimately changed my mind. I mean, just a 180 and almost a heartbeat whenever he challenged me to look at some numbers and just, again, it's a team-oriented sport, Captain Obvious. But I, I thought this was a really good point, and, again, I'm not stalking you and Aaron on Twitter on Saturday nights, <sighs> but I happen to see this note from I, – maybe it was Aaron uh, – who laid out that they were 3-3 three and three without Zeke, they were 3-4 and four without Amari Cooper last year. There's a lot of guys who could win with the talent that Dak has around him, just specifically looking at the offensive line that Jarrah and Steven Jones have built in Dallas. So I tend to be on that side that says if Dak Prescott's going to want more than, say, 30 mil, you pat him on the back, say, we appreciate it, we're going to go in another direction. Now, unfortunately, they don't have that guy in waiting. Oh, <laughs> right oh, well, in well, oh, oh they don't? Oh, they don't? <laughs> Why? Oh, my gosh. Please tell me you're not gauging anything off an exhibition game. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But, I mean, just, you know, if you really want to put on the tinfoil hats, let's be honest. If I'm Jerry and I'm thinking ahead of time, I'm thinking, where would I replace Dak Prescott? What quarterback could I get that's really, really good? Oh, my gosh. I know where you're going. That's really, really, really good. I know. That is upset with their team a little bit right now that has a little bit of beef with their ownership that may have put his house on for sale uh, for 24 hours that will definitely be a free agent no matter what, what? no matter what, because they can't offer him a new contract until um, after this one's done. So, he, so he'll definitely be a free agent. I'm talking about Tom Brady. Could you imagine him saying, you know what, you want to do this to me? Goodbye. Here comes Tom Brady with a cowboy uniform on. Oh, my goodness. Wait, where, what, when, when did it come out that Tom Brady's mad? Why is he upset oh, no. at management? He, or he's not. He's, that's why he put his house up for sale. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to go get a new house for forty-eight I, hours. Chris, his I'm house is worth tell- forty million. He's not moving into a two-bedroom townhouse. I I get that, yeah. but his wife is a b- 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 billionaire. I yeah. think the ends are meeting like a mother. Of all the things that I didn't flinch about, Tom Brady selling his house didn't make me say, oh, my gosh, he's moving. He's done. He's getting traded. No, it was, he's going somewhere else. He decided to. Your, Tom Brady's going to retire as a Patriot. I, if that didn't make you flinch, how about the fact that he'll be a free agent for the first time in his career? How about that? That should make you flinch a little bit. Oh, my gosh. The, uh, okay. Well, let's. Uh, we, we've gone down crazy road already. 13 that's crazy road. That's, that's crazy cra- road. That's crazy it, or, road. You know what? You would have said that to me 20 years ago Don't when I said, try to tell when me I said Peyton Montana. Manning was was going oh, to not finish God. his career with the Colts. Hey, uh, Lee, can we find the show from two weeks ago when we did this and just re-rack it? Remember so when I said out? Namath wouldn't finish with the Jets and you laughed at me back then? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you tried to tell me that Emmett Smith was not going to finish with the Cowboys. I told, I told you, you Montana you wouldn't finish with San Francisco and you laughed at me. <laughs>
All right, the best way to stay in touch with the show tonight is on Twitter, at uh, Stinkin' Genius 1. That's Arnie, at S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius and the number one. I'm at Plank Show, so stay involved throughout the show tonight. We're going to get into the Antonio Brown mess coming up a little bit. Well, let's let's do that next. I mean, it's the most talked about story in the NFL right now. And uh, tonight is the AFC West, fittingly enough. So we're going to hit up Denver and talk to Benjamin Albright. He is a great guest, great, great NFL mind. Yep. Great draft information. Also covers the Broncos at Albright NFL. He'll be in an hour number two. And your boy, Todd Furman, will be on tonight, Woo. Arnie. So is there any truth to the rumor that Todd Furman is coming on to offer you a job? He it, should be. It, it could be. By I the way, feel, Arnie, I'm embarrassed that I'm only picking at 85%. I should be picking it <laughs> above 100. I'm embarrassed. Arnie and Plank's brought to you in part by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. All right, so let's talk about what we learned in week one of the exhibition season. I'm sorry, the free season. Yeah. And, and what's the latest on Antonio Brown and the Raiders. It's all next on a busy Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> um, 
by the way, I want to read a couple quick tweets. Oh, you better not read Isaac because I'm not I'm not going to correct the Sager. I can't. You know how mad he gets when you correct him. Uh, what? What did I? Oh, okay. Let's let's get Isaac in here. Did, here, I I want to correct. We have two corrections. Oh, okay. Off the top of the show, Isaac wants to correct you, Steve. So I just want to make this very clear. Because Not coming for me, DeSager. I know how mad you get when we well, uh, when I, we correct you all the time. I mean, I, I was going <laughs> to say I? something. I was going to oh. say something during the break, but since oh. uh, you know, Arnie, DeSager makes I haven't even spoken on the show yet. I was going to say good afternoon or good evening, Steve. I hope mm-hmm. you had a great week. Oh, you still screwed up, uh, Isaac. Right? <laughs> how does that can, happen? Can you guys correct DeSager? I, I will. The, I'll do it if I have to. But here's what's funny. Isaac's been holding on to this one. He said on the previous show. That teams don't even draft kickers in the fifth round, and the Vikings traded a fifth for one. Well, Steve, the Vikings drafted a kicker last year with a fifth round and a snapper with the sixth round. I'm actually on Team Steve on this. They may have, but oh. traditionally, I think, is what you're saying. What right, a Steve? screw That's up, correct. Sager. We're all aware that kickers have been taken in the Didn't draft. Didn't Tampa get one in the first round? No, not in the first round. That was the Raiders that got one in the first no, round. No, I'm talking about a couple of years ago. Aguiar went, I think, in the second round, maybe the third. Gosh. And Should that's what Bay keeps Buccaneers. people from drafting uh, kickers. I'm sorry I'm going to have to fire you, Steve. <laughs> I take no pleasure in that. It's uh, <laughs> It's been a uh, – uh, did I say Aguiar? There were Aguiar, only two Aguiar. kickers taken in the entire Aguiar, draft yeah. uh, this, this year, it says. Yep. Uh, Roberto Aguayo went second round with the 59th pick. In 2016. Look how I pulled that up. And, uh, and two is, kickers last year. Yeah, exactly. And he's currently unemployed. So wow. it kind of shows what you what screw happens. Screw up, I just say. No, I'm, I'm good for uh, clarification if that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again. <laughs> Simply again. means that many, many a team with a kicking need will still not use a fifth round selection usually to take them. And uh, D Man Michael 22 writes Wow, Torres is correct. Of course, timetable is everything in salary. With, without Zeke, statistically, 15 quarterbacks are even maybe better. Breeze, Rodgers, Ryan, Mahomes, Brady, Roethlisberger, Wilson, Newton, Mayfield, Rivers, that is 10 with better stats. Take the money, Dak. Uh, Why did, I, they, all have, they all have more wins than, than Dak does in the last two years, the last four years? Are you a big fan of quarterback wins? And by the way, my correction, Michael, and I think you know this, but Aaron Saturday night, um, tonight, but again, I don't care. Yeah. Just give Aaron the credit. He gets all the shifts anyway. Oh, yeah. So uh, are you a big quarterback wins guy? Or no, no? But, if it, but if he was like in the bottom third, you better believe we'd be hearing about it when it came to oh, contract time. Yeah, you know what? Th- that's one point that maybe we should hit on a little bit deeper anyway. The royal we in the in, in the media. I'm pointing a finger at all of us right now, and back at myself. I'm guilty of this. We'll take a stat and say it's useless. Oh, that stat's useless. But if it helps to fit our narrative, like say in this instance, if it's quarterbacks, quarterback wins, or or Arnie, if it's passing yards, or right. if it's uh, it touchdown interception ratio, then that's one of those things to where maybe we step back a little bit and go, oh, okay, this usually doesn't matter to me, but it makes me sound right. So I'm going to use it. I, I just I, – I don't know why I ask if it matters because you and I both know it's going to matter to us if it helps us win our fight with each other is the best Well, way what's your number one it. stat then? Passing yards, touchdown to interception ratio? What do you look at? I, I'm going to be – you're not going to like this. I look at a little bit of everything oh, whenever geez. it comes – right? I look at fit with offensive coordinator. I look fit with team. Uh, I, I, I do think interceptions are a huge part of it. I look at the offensive line, the protection. I, I'll pour you to tears with this. You don't want well, to hear, wait, no but when you, when hear you, this. Well, if I asked you MVP, 
what's the first thing you look at? Batting average, home runs, or, or uh, RBI? Right, but it's, you're, you're comparing baseball to football. Oh, jeez. Oh, go, gosh, work with me a little bit. Chris, work with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm being literal Chris yeah. here. I'm sorry. You're right. I, I do. If we're talking MVP, it all goes together because if Patrick Mahomes would have thrown 50 touchdowns last year oh my goodness, and, the chi- yeah. and the Chiefs finished 3-13, and 13, I'm willing to bet that he may have had a little fight for the MVP. Yes, I, I agree with you. Sorry, I'm not trying to – <laughs> Not trying to fight with you on everything. I'm part of this problem too, Arnie. I can see where my problem is in the uh, in the relationship. And then uh, two more quick ones here. Yeah. Dan writes, uh, "Hey, Plank and Arnie, if you're both such tough guys, you should uh, prove it by going into cryotherapy chamber without gloves or socks. A little frostbite won't hurt you, pansies. Well, wow. Dan, yeah, it Dan, it apparently hurts Antonio Brown, who's in a lot better shape than I am. And by the way, I have athlete's foot right now, so I have to wear socks everywhere. And, and I was going to do something more dangerous than that because, <laughs> and yes, my athlete's foot would stop anything. Um, <laughs> I was going. We have the Champlain Valley Fair out here in Vermont. I wanted to drive in the demolition derby this year. What? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll sponsor your car. Yeah, yeah and Bobo, it's only three hundred dollars. That's what it was. Uh, just three hundred dollars. I'll Venmo the money to you right now. <laughs> Go get it. I just want a big I was old getting picture of you on the front of the car. You really drive in reverse, and you can't hit anybody on the driver's side. Otherwise, you get suspended right away. Um, and uh, yeah, and you got to hit somebody like every two and a half. I-, I watched Happy Days. I saw it. I saw how it works. He got it all figured out. Got didn't it up it happy ki- days. Didn't it almost kill the Fonz whenever no, he did No, no, Peaky Tuscadero. She oh, got out of it. the car. That's right. That's yeah, you can't do that. That's that's yeah. frowned upon. But <laughs> I was going to – I'm trying to do it. But just like last week in another one, um, one of the cars blew up, got caught on fire. So – uh, it could be a little dangerous, but I'm ready to go. I'd love to do that. Was your wife all in on it too? Or oh, no? she's the one that suggested it. Ah, okay. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of surprised. You might say, have you double-checked your life insurance policy to make yeah, she sure just that's up to date? Yeah, she just upped it. Uh, and by the way, I like this from Shady Sean who writes, Arnie, your conspiracy theory of Tom Brady to the Cowboys is something special. I thought I had tuned into Coast to Coast and Plank had been replaced by George Norrie. May Art Bell rest in peace. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, know you would have said that about all the other quarterbacks like I just brought up with the Peyton Mannings, Joe Namath, Joe Montana's, uh, even like the Marcus Allens of the world, uh, Johnny Unitas. Um, you know, not every great star gets to finish with the team that they started with, and Tom Brady will be a free agent for the first time. Even if he doesn't go to the Cowboys, he could end up going. Hey, I could see him where the Raiders are like, we're done winning two, three games a year. Uh, we'll move on from Carr. We'll bring in Tom Brady to start things off in Vegas. I think there could be some other options for him. Uh, I don't doubt that there would be other options for him out there. I just don't think that it's going to happen. Again, I, we, we could go person by person and all the details that surrounded those players moving on. There was someone waiting in the wings, someone ready to become that next guy. Maybe it was a major injury. I mean, Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl. I mean, are you telling me Jared Stidham's going to be ready to take <laughs> over? Did you put him in your preseason Hall of Fame yet, Jared Stidham? I mean, he no. had a couple good drives with the Pats. No, yeah, he he looked pretty good. As uh, matter of fact, I've got go. a few things locally to talk about him. Um, <laughs> and by the way, did you see the tweet we just got in from Dupree that said the Saints picked a kicker in the first round? Uh, Russell Ir- uh, Erbslake. How do you Go say his name? Russell Erksleben. Yeah. yeah. You were close. Not bad. Not bad. And, and well, the Raiders drafted Sebastian Janikowski in the first round. The point is not Boy, that we're it really, hasn't happened. Boy, we're really proving the Sager wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
No, that that wasn't wow. his point either. It's just rare. Wow. We had to go back 19 years for a quarterback – or, excuse me, a kicker to be taken in the first round. Erks Laban, I think, was before a majority of our listening audience had been born. What about Ray so, Guy? Ray Guy was a second-round pick, wasn't he, by the Raiders? Or did uh, – Ray Guy was a punter, too. Yeah, he was a punter. What about George Blanda? Oh, my gosh. Why are we going back? What about Danny far? White? He was a just putter, to too. To fight. Oh, by the way, Ray Guy was a first-round pick. Yeah, look at me. Boom. Yeah, but you're Pow. coming to 1973. Yeah, but you're if I could prove the Sega wrong, I'll go at this all day if I have to. Well, when we come, you know what? We have not accomplished anything we want to accomplish on this show tonight. I know, and I we've love got it. Benjamin Albright coming up next hour. But when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's see. So far, we've debated whether or not we're buying the DAC really turned down 30 mil. Uh, we hit your tweets, which some of y'all should be happy. I'm doing it this early. Keep them coming. At Stinking Genius One, that's Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. And then when we come back from DeSager's update live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's get into what we learned from week one of the preseason. But first, with everything going on in the world of sports, here's Steve DeSager. Found another early round kicker. Mike Nugent was a second rounder from Ohio go. State. Yes, Jets. Ohio State. Over Cincinnati. A decade ago. Is that who took him? Uh, he wound up with Cincinnati. Oh, did he? Yeah. I forgot who he took him then. Uh, it said Jets. You know, it's just like Aaron last night. Somebody has to say it three times to you, and then you kind of pick it up. Yes, wow, Jets. Look at you. Selected. Don't make me prove you wrong. That's <laughs> uh, let's just move on for crying out loud. Did you see the uh, the last inning of the Giants at bat tonight against Philadelphia? They had their closer up at bat. He had literally never batted in a major league game. He's been a major leaguer about five years. And he hit a two-run single, and 9-6 Giants over Philadelphia is the final. So the closer who blew the lead in the top of the eighth helps him win in the bottom of the eighth. It was a three-run rally in the eighth. To beat the Phillies, who fall to 60-58, and 58, will Philadelphia, with Bryce Harper, even be making the playoffs this year? San Francisco's at 59-60, and 60, and they're not out of it yet, with manager Bruce Bochy in his last year. The Dodgers now have the best overall record in the majors, 79-41 and 41, after beating Arizona 9-3. Houston is 77-41 and 41 after blowing a game at Baltimore. A walk-off homer for the Orioles gave them the upset 8-7 against the Astros. And the Yankees are 77-41 and 41 after a 1-0 victory at Toronto. Cleveland hit a 10th inning grand slam by Carlos Santana and won at Minnesota 7-3. So the Tribe tied with the Twins again for first place in the AL Central. Cleveland had trailed the Twins by 11 and a half games in early June. Since then, 42-17 and 17 record. Wow. Cubs are first place in the NL Central, still two games up over the Cardinals. Cubs and Cards each one. Milwaukee lost. Brewers are two and a half behind. Broncos running back Theo Riddick will miss six to eight weeks with a shoulder injury. Patrick Reed won the PGA's playoff opener by one stroke in New Jersey. Kevin Harvick took the NASCAR race at Michigan. Denny Hamlin finished second. Serena Williams had to retire from the final in Toronto. Bad back. Rafael Nadal won the event in Montreal. His 83rd career singles title. The U.S. Open starts in two weeks. By the way, the NFL preseason resumes Thursday night and Fox TV will have a game next Sunday night. Seahawks at Vikings and the Vikings acquired a kicker from Scandinavia for a fifth rounder. Yes, the Ravens traded kicker and punter Corey Vedvik from Norway to the Minnesota Vikings. Well, He's my favorite. uh, Well, he will be. Uh, The guys are back in (laughs) 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. 
Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In Kansas City tonight, Olympic gymnastics champion Simone Biles, and she's going back to the 2020 Games next summer in Tokyo. She won her sixth U.S. title, and the triple-double was landed for the first time in competition on the floor exercise. That is triple-twisting and double-flip. It's it's so much going on. They had to put a second mat on the floor. And then after she landed and, and moved away, then they, they pulled that off. But at age 22, she's the U.S. champ. Guys, I had read that in U.S. history, it had been only teenagers winning the national championship, going back to Kathy Rigby in the early 70s. Wow. Until Simone Biles, the old woman in her 20s. Still winning titles. Back to you. Hey, by the way, DeSager, who was the 20s. kicker for UCLA that was really Lee. good? Turned out to be Lee. There you go. John Lee John in the Lee? 80s. Yeah, when was he He taken? had the he... Pac-10 scoring record for years. He was taken early also, I believe, wasn't he? I, I do he not remember. I think he the second round. I think he wow. won the second round of the Arizona Cardinals, to be honest with Look you. Look at me pulling that out. Woo! But well, yeah, it would have he... been St. Louis Cardinals in the 80s. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, this is very true. This is very true. The 1986 draft. So, so far to try to prove to Sager wrong, you've gone back to 86, uh, 72. For those just joining, the I've only done a good p- job, though. All we, all we said was teams usually don't spend a draft pick on a kicker. And last year, 28 of the 32 teams did not spend a draft pick on a kicker. That's right. all. Oh, and by the way, Erxleben was 79. So, Arnie, you've really – and by the way, Erxleben went 11th overall. And that draft. was back when they could use that T, so to speak. Yep. In the college football, you could right. kick off the T, a little one-inch raise, make it easier to kick the long distance. Tony Franklin, remember, had the long distance yeah. stuff with A&M. Yeah, yeah, Tony Franklin. Wow. But, so, so, okay. You want to derail the show more. No, I mean, go ahead. Somebody said he's not surprised <laughs> I've derailed the show. Uh, by the way, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. By the way, uh, I I am a Geico fan now. They are my peeps. Geico.com. Trust me, they can save you money. Now, Arnie, why do we not see barefoot kickers anymore? DeSager brought up Tony Franklin. Right. I'm watching the game with my daughter today. They were re-airing the Raiders and the Well, actually, it was just a couple minutes ago. They were re-airing the Raiders and the Rams, and I they kicked off, and she has all these just questions that make you want to just throw things. And she's 10, and you love it, right? It's so adorable. But when they're nonstop, it's like, why is there this? Why is the field 100 yards? Why is that? Uh, is she, why, why? Here was another one. Why are the football players wearing shorts? Well, they're not wearing shorts. They're wearing football pants, but they come down to their knees. I'm like, no, they're football pants. And she goes, oh, she goes, well, why does it look like that kicker doesn't have his shoes on? And I, I don't know. For some reason, it clicked, and I thought, wait a minute. Ali Haji Sheik, who all do we have that were barefoot kickers? Rich Carlos. Rich Carlos in Denver, mind wow. you. Wow. What happened to barefoot ki- We need to bring him back, Arnie. I don't know what it takes, but somewhere along – the path towards great kicking, we lost our way with great bear. Yeah, what a shoe's made better now, so you could use a shoe now. I don't think we have any more of that type. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just go with the shoe. Were these guys that when they were growing up, maybe they just couldn't afford shoes, so they just started kicking without them? I don't know. I this don't know article says Jeff Wilson, uh, Jeff Will, Jeff Wilkins Rams 2002 was the last. 17 wow. years. Oh, my gosh. See? Don't say that this show isn't an educational show. Don't say it. Because you learn something every single I'll Sunday night. I'll say Go ahead, yeah. So uh, it's a typical right. Arnie show. You just bring up more questions than you answer. Right, exactly. <laughs>
It just keeps going. And someone will be like, well, well, did left-footed kickers go barefoot more or right-footed kickers? That's what's coming up next. Uh, all right, so let's talk about what we learned this week. Preseason is the free season as we welcome you into Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night. Bubba running the show, Lidl App Produce, and we got uh, Benjamin Albright coming up next hour. Steve DeSager on updates all night long. Basically everything is the final in the world of sports. So, Arnie, I know you've got your uh, bust built. You've got your preseason Hall of Fame induction prepared you're putting daniel jones in there aren't you yeah i think i'm gonna have to you know remember you have to have a small sampling size it is the preseason hall of fame there's only four games and he's probably only going to play in two of them maybe three tops uh he did look good and uh, so good that i've said okay you're in my preseason hall of fame next to dak prescott five for five 67 yards a touchdown uh, great passer rating. I would have loved to have seen so much more of him um, than just that uh, couple of series, or was it one series? Um, but he did really look good. I was shocked. I thought he was going to be like a deer in the headlights, which goes to show you, I brought this up yesterday. Um, no longer do you have to, and we've thought, think you were going through the kickers. How many mm-hmm. quarterbacks have come from small schools or schools that are not in the limelight? You don't have to be uh, one of the blue bloods. Um, to, to go ahead and be successful in the NFL. Half the people in the NFL are undrafted. Did you see this note from Dan Orlovsky that he posted? I believe it was on Saturday. Heading into the, what do we have, three games last night? Had the Raiders yeah. and the Rams and had the Chiefs game. I maybe oh, And the Cowboys Niners. Heading into those three games last night, second string quarterbacks yeah. had thrown – for 13 touchdowns, right. just three interceptions, and had completed 70% of their passes for the backup quarterbacks throughout the first weekend of the exhibition. Yeah, I, I also brought this up. You know better than I. I always said it looks like defenses are always ahead of the offenses when it comes to week one of the preseason. Complete turnaround. I had like 50, forget about just backup quarterbacks. There were about 15 out of 20 quarterbacks that actually had really good games um, over, over like 100 yards right. or a perfect uh, a passer completion, the touchdown, no interceptions. The offense way dominated what was going on defensively. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind as well, too. I've, I've always been a believer that the defenses are ahead of schedule. But we'll have to talk about this with Benjamin Albright because before we dive into the AFC West, which we'll do in the final hour, right off the top of the uh, final hour of the show, but I, I just – I get the sense – that this, for some reason this season, we're going to see more starters play in week two than we did in week one. I don't know where I – I mean, I, were you surprised to see Mahomes play for the Chiefs last night? I was blown uh, not away. Not only surprised about Mahomes, surprised about Dak Prescott. Yeah. Um, Mahomes was scrambling one time and had to slide at the one-yard line. We're usually around the one-yard line. You're getting hit, yeah. sliding or not sliding out there. <laughs> and Dak Prescott threw a pass that got deflected up in the air that he caught and mm-hmm. started running up the middle. I'm surprised somebody didn't knock his stinking head off. Yeah, I'm surprised we had some starters in the game uh, this weekend. Yeah, I, I I think we've learned some lessons, and I've been a proponent for a few exhibition slash preseason games, but I think teams learned a lot from last year, and I've, I've almost had to do a 180 on this because I didn't think you'd see anyone, any starters playing the, in the preseason. But, damn, Arnie, one thing I learned – from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night is I think we're going to see a lot more playing coming up this week. And I know Oakland will. When Oakland and Arizona play on Thursday night, John Gruden said it afterwards, we're going to play our starters for a bit. So at the very least, the Raiders will be doing so coming up 
on Thursday. All right, we got much more to sprinkle in throughout the night, and we'd love to hear from you on Twitter all night. That's the best way to stay in touch with the show. Of course, if you're not following at Fox Sports Radio, you're missing out. Arnie's at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. What'd you guys learn from day one, week one? of the exhibition slash preseason in the NFL. We'll continue to look back on it when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. Oh, I love dancing to this song. I know you do. Just went to a wedding last week. We were dancing to this. (laughs) I I would pay. I would pay to see it, man. (laughs) You know what's funny is I actually – Went dancing, Arnie. I had my dad dance going on. Get out of here. Pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, maybe there's video out there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, by the way, there is one thing with Arnie and Plank here on Fox Sports Radio that needs to be said at some point tonight. We've got preseason college football rankings to preview. I, I guess you don't really preview rankings. That's pretty dumb. But to talk about. And um, I got to do a 180 on a team already. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? In fact, my 180 – I actually reached out to one of our – I think it's what uh, – O on Twitter. I reached out to him on Thursday because I spent the week doing a lot of college football shows and talking a lot about preseason rankings, and someone pointed out how DFW, dead bleeping wrong, I could be if I don't give Nebraska a little love. And they started laying out with Taylor Martinez – Scott Frost in year two to really dig into how they weren't that bad in the latter ha- uh, part of last season. And then I know something you like to look at a lot, Arnie. Yeah. How easy their schedule of is course. this year. So so we got to get to that at some point on this show tonight because I think I'm all in. I think they're going to play in the Big Ten championship game this oh, year. Wow. That That's one heck of a face turn from last week to this week. And I'm just going to point that out so you guys don't have Did you not have him in your top 25 or something like that or what? No, we we brought him up a little bit last week, and I just I wasn't a believer. I didn't think that they were quite ready. But then again, that was one of those ready shoot aim takes. You know, we're allowed a few of those, right? Uh, but when I dug a little deeper, one of my Dusty Dvorak, who is an ESPN analyst, and I we were talking a lot last week, and he said you got to start digging into those guys deeper, man, because we were fighting about them too. And I did, and I'm all in now. So Nebraska. Probably three years away, Arnie, from being back in the national championship scene. And, yeah. and go look that go, go look at that video of my Arizona Wildcats. It will impress you. Again, uh, I would <laughs> challenge anyone to find the video that a team puts out that makes them look awful. Because uh, if they do, that media services or makes our defense look awful. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good point. Is it okay? So now that we've hit the end of week one of the preseason. We still have so much to get into. We're going to preview the AFC West tonight. Todd Furman's coming on in the final hour. Benjamin mm. Albright next hour. But was there anything that you came away from disappointed? Was there anything that maybe you kind of thought, oh, that's not really what I expected over the weekend? Anything? Well, I mean, I don't know about disappointed. Things that kind of surprised me a little bit. Boy, the Lions, and I don't judge anything on just one preseason game, but, man, do they just stink, whoever they put out there. <laughs> I don't know what what first string, second string, third string, tenth string. Every one of them was absolutely pathetic. Uh, Patriots already look at preseason form. It doesn't even make a difference who the quarterback was. Um, and you know, just on small things on that one, you know, Patriots maybe are not as uh, thin at wide receiver when you saw that what Barrios was able to do 
and, um, you know, and a few other things. So maybe you don't have to bring back Josh Gordon or something like that. So that surprised me a little bit. Um, Jaguars, I thought, would come out and try to prove that they're going to forget about last year. And they just came out and laid an egg. They were horrible uh, in their game against the Ravens. So I was a little surprised about that one also. And I want to see more of Kyler Murray. I didn't get to see enough of him. Um, yeah, four for four is nice and all, but you're not getting into my preseason Hall of Fame. I, I got to see a little bit more of you than just a couple of st- step back and get rid of the ball, you know? Arnie's preseason Hall of Fame is a very exclusive oh, class. Yes. It only has two people in there now, and it's Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones. So <laughs> Chris Warren, the running back from the Raiders, had a chance, but because he plays for the Raiders, and Arnie's never going to like anything that's related to a team that I like, <laughs> he, he was not allowed in. I'm glad you brought up uh, how badly things looked for Jacksonville. I was a little bit surprised by that. I was a little bit surprised by how much time – in week one, they had Lamar Jackson out there. They yeah, kinda, for crying out loud. Kind of had an old exhibition. Se- Sorry, Arnie. That kind of had an old preseason feel to it, didn't it? It used to be, listen, kids, back in my day, yeah. the first exhibition game, the starters would play one drive, and then they'd go and they'd sit down. The second exhibition game, they might play the first quarter. The third exhibition game, that was the dress rehearsal. That's where you scouted and where you actually had a plan in place. And your starters would probably play a, a whole half. And then the fourth exhibition game was when a bunch of dudes you had no idea who they were were out there. That game in Baltimore kind of reminded me of the old school way we looked at the exhibition season. And, oh, oh did the Jaguars look absolutely awful. Horrible. Uh, absolutely and- horrible. And then I got to say, preseason storylines like what happened in Seattle, I think, are always kind of cool. And, again, they don't matter when the season rolls around. But Paxton Lynch rallying the Seahawks for the win. Now, come on. Come on, Arnie. That was pretty cool. 22-14. The Seahawks beat the Broncos. Speaking of the Broncos. Uh, you better hurry up and wrap it up. Or ra- yeah. or run Benjamin Albright's next right here. Don't go anywhere. It's Arnie Plank. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Oh, yes. Hour two. Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. Uh, Benjamin Albright's coming up in our next segment. Todd Furman next hour. And tonight we preview the AFC West. Uh, I, <laughs> With or without I, Antonio Brown. You know, we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. I really not have, much to talk about. He's a damn fool for acting like this, but go ahead. It really is kind of odd with everything that we've had throughout the first, I don't know, when was the trade made? Month and a half, two months, three months of him being with the Oakland Raiders. It had all been hunky dory, right? It was draft time when they made the trade. He was going over to Derek Carr's house. They're throwing passes. They were working out. There were videos put out. In fact, the first, the first hard knocks, his kids at practice with him. Everything seems great. And then, I, I don't know, you like to compare things to relationships in, in a lot of our conversations, which I find very helpful for me. It's like you've been calling and dating the girl, and everything's going great, and you're, uh, you're, you're hanging out all the time, and – Maybe even met the family. Then just all the all of a sudden one day she ghosts you. Like, wait, what just happened here? Well, because you're smothering her. Give her some space. Back (laughs) off a little bit. But it's the season. I mean, this is this is the season. This is where you start to allow yourself to be smothered. But I mean, come on. I'm not someone that's going to lose their mind over a storyline in week one of the preseason. I do buy into the theory that's out there that I don't necessarily know. If it's frostbite, did you hear what Ben Mallers talked about? It's been a very popular online theory that it's maybe something that is equally as severe. And Dr. Chow, who's been on a lot of our shows, says, listen, I've I've treated people before. This doesn't look like the kind of reaction that you have to frostbite, but let's go. And then, I mean, the hell Well, what is it a reaction from? Walking on, like, hot coals or something like that? I don't understand. Sure, let's go with that. Um, But then the helmet gate was even – more odd to me and I can completely understand where someone might have vision issues or safety issues or something of that nature but everybody's doing it right I mean it's not as if they're keeping him at bay it's not like they're doing something to basically point a finger at him and say sorry Antonio we're just singling you out here I mean, my gosh, this is for everybody in the NFL. Right, and plus, after all the concussion lawsuits, you would think that you'd want to wear the most safest thing, um, you know, on your body, on your head, so you could, you know, try to, you know, make sure that after your playing days, you're not going to be walking around half loopy and stuff. By the way, I heard Hartman say this. Do you know how many different types of helmets there are to choose from? Oh, gosh, it's endless, right? 34. Yeah, 34 different helmets. 34 different types, so... 
Uh, one of them's got to be enough to, for him to see correctly, and he's not doing it because of safety reasons. And now I hear that he's coming out saying, if anything should happen to me, I'm going to go ahead and have a lawsuit. Uh, you know what? You're going to sue anyway because, um, first of all, if something happened to you, you're going to say, see, this is what happened. And then if you have a concussion, you should have wore the better helmet anyway. Look, this is a, a non-deal because – He's not going to get his way. The NFL is not going to fold on this. He can cry all he wants. He's not going to get his way on this. Here's here's another thing that I completely don't get in all of this. And maybe maybe this is just my naivete. Maybe I'm naive when it comes to this, Arnie. But whenever a story gets out there in today's world, why don't you get out in front of it? Why didn't Anthony – Anthony Brown. Who's Anthony Brown? Why didn't Antonio Brown come out whenever Mike Silver threw out his Twitter thread and his report on the NFL Network, which would lead me to believe that that's pretty damn accurate? Why would he come out right away and say, yeah, that's true, that's something we're working against? Uh, or why wouldn't the Raiders come out and say, yeah, that's that's not legit? I mean, I know John Gruden addressed it, and we'll play the audio coming up here in just a bit, but why do they allow reports like this to linger? Why don't people try to get out in front of it and say, here's what's really going on, here's the story, or maybe even to a dork degree like I would like to know. You're talking about the 34 different kinds of helmets there are. Yeah. Truly explain it to us. All right, so what's the difference? How could it affect his vision? What has been the reaction from other people? I mean, I, if if he's this upset about it, I'd, I'd like to at least well, yeah, know what some of the drawbacks supposedly are. Supposedly had a two-hour conference call with the NFL. Yes. So he – he must be making some type of case out there. And, you know, maybe the whole thing isn't foolish, but you're not going to win a lawsuit like this. You're not going to change their mind. They're not going to give you an exemption like they did with the last year with him and Tom Brady. Um, so, uh, you know, he's he's going to have to go ahead and and and, uh, and wear the new helmet. But there's no way he's going to retire and leave like 30 or 30 plus million dollars on the table. That's not going to happen. That would almost be the most appropriate way for the Antonio Brown yeah. experiment to end yeah. in Oakland, wouldn't it? Never step on the field. Raiders give up what looked to be an incredibly low price for one of the best players in the NFL. It would almost be fitting that he would never step on the field and play a game with the Raiders. I think he that should would wear the old life. helmet with the, just the one bar that the kickers wear uh, back in the old day. You know, it was a helmet that, that I, I would have worn. You know, you could buy it at a, a toy store and just wear one of those. I think that's what he should wear. By the way, I just want to point this out, too, to everyone on Twitter. If you think your helmet joke is original, it's not and it's been done a bazillion times. So no one has any original content whenever it comes to a helmet joke. All of the Darth helmet jokes have been made. You're days late to this, but I'm just pointing out helmet jokes are old. Now, with that in mind, John Gruden did at least address it yesterday. Oh, good for him. Well, I mean, why isn't Antonio Brown at the game? Is that me being old man, get off my yard? Why is he not at the game? Your team's playing a game. Yeah. I know you're hurt, but right. go to the game. I mean, it's not that much to ask. Even if to you have be to be in a wheelchair, but you don't want to walk, at least go to the game or be carted out there. Be at the game. So here is what John Gruden said afterwards about where the Raiders stand right now as it pertains to Antonio Brown. I support this guy. You know, I think that's what needs to be said. I don't know what anybody's writing or what anybody thinks, but this, this foot injury wasn't his fault. You know, this was a total accident. It really wasn't his fault, and it's a serious injury. I know some people are smarting at it, but it's really not a laughing matter. The guy is, 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 was hurt. He was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong, and the helmet thing is a personal matter to him. 
You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. And we understand the league's position as well, so we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. Wait, you know what? That's honest. That's oh, awesome. Stop it. You know, let me tell you something. He oh, was gosh, reading from a prepared statement no, and he said, wasn't. insert name here. But the part where he said he's innocent. Oh, wait a minute. That must be the ones for when somebody gets suspended. Wrong one. My bad. He's, he's innocent from what? Nobody's saying he's not. He didn't not say he guilty. was innocent about anything. He no, didn't say he was innocent about anything. He Arnie. did say he was innocent. He did say because he he's innocent. I'm like, oh, wrong speech, sir. Get, get out the one where uh, it's not uh, anything seriously See, wrong. I'm going to say this, and I love you. You're part of the problem. Okay. Because John Gruden could go up there and you're yes. going to S all over him regardless of what he says. If he came out and said, Antonio Brown should be here, he's under contract, get here. You'd oh, not support his players. He comes out and lays out exactly what needs to be said. Hey, the foot injury is a serious injury. We're going to give him his time. What on. do you mean it's not we his fault, it. though? I don't even know whose fault is it if it's not his fault. I mean, Arnie, you got sick. Is it your fault? You broke your leg. Is it your fault? You got poison ivy today. I mean, yeah. oh, that yeah, might have been your I can't fault. understand. I don't understand why I got sick. I took a shower, and I wore shorts and a T-shirt. My hair still wet, and it was <laughs> negative five degrees. I can't understand it, though. Okay, so if John Gruden came out and laid out that, hey, this was some sort of just it was an issue that was in his DNA that he was dealing with. You say, oh, well, then that's his dad's fault. He should have come from another dad. I mean, I don't understand why you need more explanation of this. He's laying out. It was a mistake. It wasn't his fault. And he's dealing with it. What more What more could change your opinion on this? Nothing. How about you? Look, first of all, it was his fault. Go. He should have put socks and gloves on. You don't on. know Every- what it is. You're assuming. Everyone's assuming right now. They have no idea what this is. You have a couple reports out there. What, did he turn down the chamber to negative 20 degrees or something? I'll believe it when Jay Glazer tells me that it was a uh, the cryogenic thing right now. I, I, don't, I don't know that that's the story, and I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't well, think anyone has Well, then he's covering the something story. up then. Well, I mean, maybe he is. Maybe he is, but what can John Gruden say? What more do you want from him there? It wasn't a prepared statement. You know that. That was Gruden, man. Hey, we're in a tough spot. We support Ant- uh, Antonio Brown and his helmet, but in the same vein, we realize it's an NFL rule, so we're going to do our best to help him out. And the foot thing's not his fault. So what do you want him to do? Uh, what would you do? Arnie Spaniers, John Gruden, what are you going to do when you walk up there? No, I'm going to say, hey, it's cool. He doesn't have to be in camp, doesn't have to come to the games, shouldn't be at practice. Uh, he doesn't need to be here. Just lay in bed and you know, just kind of hang out. That's fine. That's what you would say. That's what you would say. Isn't that what Gruden said? Isn't that what Gruden said? It's not what Gruden said. Pretty much, almost verbatim of what he said. Are are you in that group now that John Gruden's gone soft? That's another one. That was a fantastic one I heard. Yeah, I heard that. John Middlecoff, great podcast. If you look it up, uh, I think it's called the Three and Out Podcast. Fantastic. It's on our Fox Sports Radio Network. But that was his theory from watching the first episode of Hard Knocks that Gruden's gone too soft. That with all the Abrams stuff that he's gone too soft right now. So is that is this what this is a byproduct of? No, well, he's he not quite Chucky like we're him? used to. I guess we'll have to wait till the regular season starts to see him scrunch his face and start yelling and stuff like that. Well, I just again, I don't know what you're gonna do if you're the Raiders because you can't say get here, we're gonna cut you. You've got to show that you're frustrated, but you're also supporting your guy. So you're really in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And then you have the vultures swarming. Did anybody ask Gruden why he's not there? 
Uh, I could play the whole press conference. I'll kick my feet up and listen to him all night long if you want. Well, I'm sure you'd love that. Yes, of course. <laughs> he said he's dealing with the injury. That's what he said whenever he was asked about it. He's like, hey, he's, he's in Napa dealing with the injury, and we hope that uh, or wherever he is, I don't think they even know where he is, he's dealing with his injury, and uh, he'll rejoin us in Napa hopefully soon. So that's, that's what John Yeah, You can't said. ask for more than that then. You know, that's about as much as you can ask for. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, what, what can you do? Cut him? It's not like you have a contract with him or anything like no, that. No, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Are you going to cut him? No, I'm not going to cut him. I'm going to pat okay, him on the back. Okay, then what are you going to do? I'm going to pat him on the back. I'm going to say, good job. Okay, you're being a smartass. You're not giving a true answer but here. You I'm asking what, you, you know for what I'm a legit gonna do? I'm going to pick up the damn phone, and I'm going to call him. And if he doesn't answer my call, I'm going to call his agent. I'm going to say, call your client. He's got 24 hours to call me and don't <laughs> test me. You don't think that's they've done that? That's what I'm going to do. You don't think they've talked to him? Well, he's gone radio silent, has he not? Okay, that's some bitter Pittsburgh reporter. <laughs> Look who reported. Well, you have that. an answer for everything tonight, do you not, huh? Well, I've covered. I've actually paid attention to the yes. tea leaves of this story. Yes. Go look at who who reported that. It's a bitter Pittsburgh reporter who didn't have any background. Steeler fans are swarming over this right now because they think Antonio Brown's trash, and he quit on them in the last game of the season when they didn't make the playoffs. So they're ready to attack. Well, what, what am I supposed to say? They get? What am I supposed to call him up and go, "Hey, Antonio, it'd really be nice." If you could maybe stop by practice, you know, heck, maybe even come to a game. You know, the guys would like to see you. We have got a good place for you to sit on the sideline, all the Gatorade you want. I, what the hell do you want? I mean, what the hell? Jeez, for crying out loud, you got to say that to him or what? I mean, receivers are kind of divas. Oh, and it's a day more, aren't they? I mean, have we not seen crap like this pulled before rather consistently? So. I'm not saying that you have to treat him like that. I'm not saying you have to be a baby about it. But the only people who seem to be panicking about this are people outside of the Raiders organization. They don't seem to be too concerned at all. So if they're not concerned yet, why are you? Oh, you? Why is anyone else? You, you don't think they're concerned, but I bet you once the camera stopped with hard knocks uh, and Gruden closed that door, he's plenty concerned. I promise you that. Well, I will say this much. Read between the lines, big boy. Yeah, your theories on reading between the lines never really take me anywhere. Oh, they always all. turn out right. The last six years, I've been 110% on that. Yeah, and this, my new favorite is this Brady dilemma that we're into. Yeah. So when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's start our AFC West preview by looking at one of the more intriguing teams from the standpoint of trying to get back. Now, we know where Kansas City is. We know where the Chargers are. We know where the Raiders aren't right now. But is Denver primed with that defense to maybe make some noise? We'll head towards the uh, Rockies. We'll chat with our buddy Benjamin Albright when we come back with Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, good stuff on Twitter. We'll hit it up. Arnie is at Stinkin' Genius 1, yep. S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. And tonight we're focusing on the AFC West. So uh, eight weeks, a division each week. We hit the AFC West on the week in which Hard Knocks debuted. <laughs> and we head straight to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Geico, it only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. KOA Radio, that's iHeartRadio in Denver. Benjamin Albright at Albright NFL is in the house. Ben, first and foremost, thanks for hanging out with us. Let me ask you this. Uh, Denver's camp, how different is Camp Fangio from what you experienced the last couple of seasons? A completely different world or fairly similar? A uh, completely different world, and, and honestly, quite refreshing. Vic Fangio is one of those guys that says what he means, means what he says. You know, I'm kind of notorious around Denver for skipping the press conferences because I find them utterly worthless, and now <laughs> I actually have to go to them uh, because he gives real quotes. So, uh, you know, it's a whole different world from Vance Joseph, and that's not even just including schematically. You know, Vance was a was a man guy. They were in man about 80% of the time. Uh, and now they're running a, a, a zone-heavy scheme, which the defensive backs are – very much in favor of, uh, puts them in a position to, you know, to get a chance to make a play on the ball. So, um, you know, all the way around, just a, just a totally different atmosphere, totally different vibe. The whole division, though, you know, it's not as fun to watch that division as a whole like it used to be. It used to be such an enjoyable division to watch. It's lost so much luster the last couple of years. Yeah, a little bit. I think part of that is uh, not having a competitive Raiders team, you know, having a Broncos team that's kind of fallen back to the pack. Um, and a Chargers team that, while it looks good on paper, is not really, yeah. uh, you know, kind of the team that, that you hoped it would be. So 
Kansas City is kind of exciting to watch on offense. They got no defense, but but overall, I guess the division's not really you know which what, what you hoped it would be in terms of uh, you know quality top to bottom kind of thing. Benjamin Albright's in the house. He covers the Denver Broncos and the NFL as a whole. So, where, by the way, quick sidebar: where are we going to end up with this helmet gate? I mean, yeah. there's no way there's no way Antonio Brown can win this, right? Well, here's the thing. First of all, his his helmet is not illegal. It's just too old to be recertified. Uh, but the problem with that is, is that they're you know Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady had the same issue. And and I'm sorry, Antonio Brown, but you're not Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. You're not going to win that one. You don't have the cachet. If they're not going to win it, you're not going to win it. Well, if then why can't if if it's just not uh, illegal, then why can't he just have the same one that is certified then exactly the same type of model then? Uh, because it doesn't meet the NCOSA, NFLPA oh, rules for, you know, yeah, for how old and how, you know, when it was manufactured and all this other stuff. So it's it's silly. It's it's a bunch of stuff. And really, the thing about it is, or the thing that I find amusing about it is uh, that Antonio Brown isn't fighting the NFL on this. He's fighting the NFLPA. It's their deal. Right. He's fighting his own people, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, with he's, fight, he's fighting his own players association. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not going to win that one. We're hanging out with Benjamin Albright. All right, uh, is there a quarterback battle at all, or is this more of a battle to see if Drew Locke will, I don't know, hold off anyone for the second string spot right now? I mean, Joe Flacco is going to start, correct? Oh, Joe Flacco is going to be the starting quarterback in Denver until he cannot be. Uh, it, it would take him imploding – four or five games or uh, or getting hurt for him to, to relinquish that job. He absolutely will be the quarterback in Denver until he cannot be. How how can they win this division or, you know, make the playoffs? I don't even think they could possibly win the division, but what has to go right for this team for everybody to say, wow, we didn't see that coming? Oh, uh, well, is somebody going to kidnap Patrick Mahomes for him? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think, uh, I, I think that this, what I see out of here in practice every day is a team that's probably uh, – there's probably about a 500 team. If they get the right breaks, they get the right bounces with the ball, you could see nine or ten wins out of them. Uh, and then, you know, you get the wild card going, anything can happen. But I don't think that they're really what I would call a contender. Uh, they would just have to get a lot of lucky bounces and, uh, uh, and have a lot of things just kind of break their way. Has the problem in Denver been about just evaluating the different quarterbacks they bring in? I mean, think about it. Simeon was, what, a seventh-round pick, and they missed with their first-round pick. But I, I don't, it just seemed wild to me when I started digging into this that – and a little bit of this, of this is unfair because Case Keenum started every single game last year. But what have they had, five different starting quarterbacks since Peyton Manning three or four years ago? Has it just been missing on a couple of draft picks, missing on free agents? Where do you – where do you see the mistakes made? Well, they they failed to identify the successor to Peyton Manning. Uh, they thought that was going to be Brock Osweiler. He left for bigger money in uh, you know in Houston. Uh, they thought that uh, drafting Paxton Lynch was going to be the guy. He didn't develop. He couldn't beat out Mark Sanchez, the aforementioned Trevor Simeon, and and Chad Kelly. Uh, they thought maybe Chad Kelly would be the guy until he you know had got got drunk and broke into somebody's house, got chased out with a vacuum cleaner attachment. Uh, it's just been one thing after another. You bring in Case Keenum, he wasn't the guy either. So uh, it's just been one thing after another with misidentifying the quarterback position, and uh, they've got to figure that out if they're ever gonna if they're ever gonna be competitive. I think they've got the right guy now with Drew Locke. He's just gonna take a season to develop. Let's start at the bottom of the division. I want to ask you about the Raiders because if you ask Plank, he'll tell you they're going sixteen and zero. Um, how long is it gonna <laughs> take be- before 
before Gruden and Carr at each other's throats because he's playing horrible. Well, I, I thought Carr picked it up toward the end of last season. Uh, it'll be, it remains to be seen if he can carry that momentum forward uh, here at the end of the, you know, at the, at the beginning of this year. Um, the problem in Oakland really, to me, isn't isn't the offense. It's it's the defense. They just don't have the talent. They don't have the horses on defense to be able to compete. Um, and I don't know if they're going to be able to stop anybody again this year. Uh, I think they got some good bodies in there, but they're still a year or two away. And bringing in guys like Montez Burfick and Brandon Marshall, both those guys are washed. Uh, both yeah. those guys have clearly lost the steps. So I don't know what they're doing. They can't cover anybody. That's a problem in this division, too, when you're thinking about Patrick Mahomes and you're thinking about what Phillip Rivers did last year. Again, blown away to see Phillip Rivers' numbers. Does this become – I mean, since Anthony Lynn started 0-4, they've had the second-best record in the AFC over a two-year span, what, 21-7 and during that stretch. Does the Melvin Gordon thing serve as too much of a distraction, or you think they're going to be okay? I think they're going to be okay. To be honest with you, they were more efficient on a per-touch basis with Austin Eckler than they were with Melvin Gordon. So uh, I think they're going to be fine. I think they put you know an offer that they felt comfortable um, you know with out there in front of Gordon, and he didn't take it. I think they're just going to sit and wait on him to try to start giving up paychecks because I think they feel like they've got the leverage. You know, outside the division, I, I just want to know, I'm sure you've been following what's been going on with, with Dak and Zeke and all that, and I guess that Dak turned down maybe a contract that would have paid him $30 million, which would have put him in the top five. Who are you paying, uh, Zeke or Dak? Who, who deserves the money, and who do you, can they sign both? And if you could only have one, which one are you taking? Well, Zeke is the engine that makes that thing run, but you pay the quarterback first. That's just how you do it. Um, I, I think what you're going to end up seeing, and, and they're close on that Dak deal. He turned down the deal because it wasn't enough. Uh, but he, they're close on that deal. In, in the end, what's going to end up happening is that uh, D, uh, Dak is going to agree to the deal, and then they'll go after and get Cooper and Zeke right after that. I think that uh, you're just you're going to wind up seeing a four-year, thirty million per deal for for Dak, and it's going to um, that's going to be a set the market. They'll, they'll come to Zeke and say, "Look, we we paid Dak. This is what we have left," and that's kind of going to be the situation. Let, let me pose. And now, was it guaranteed money? You cut it there for just a bit. Yeah. Then. Guaranteed money that yeah. they wanted. Okay. Okay. Guaranteed, so, guaranteed money was what is what's holding that up. They're, okay. they're close on a deal. It's going to happen. Are they close with Zeke? Uh, he's the next one. After they get Dak done, then Zeke will be the one that they're gotcha. uh, that they'll get in front of. They, I, I talked to Stephen Jones about a week and a half ago, and he wow. he said straight up, he's like, "Look, the the uh, the Le'Veon Bell deal is what screwed everybody up." He's like, "That reset how much market allocation we had to we have to reallocate to Zeke, and that's that's what screwed everybody up." You know, wait, just one more thing. You, you said you so, spoke to Stephen. Just on another note, we were talking about Tom Brady earlier. Who's calling the shots on the Brady contract? Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, Bill Belichick. Who, who's got the final word there? Well, that's that's Bob Kraft and, and you know and, and Tom Brady's agent. And Tom wants to be in that situation. He wants from now on to be going year to year. So the way that contract is working out is actually the way he wants to do it. He doesn't want to be under a long term deal. He has to continue to restructure. He just wants to run year to year, and that's the way it'll be from here on out. Hmm. Good stuff, Ben. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Have a great rest of your night, and we're glad you're part of the iHeart family now on KOA out in Denver, bud. Thanks, Ben. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Hmm. Hmm. That's how Tom Brady wants it. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. That's All why right. he put his house for sale.
Right. You're going to just hang your hat on that yeah, the whole night, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going right. to hang that one. Well, hey, great news. There's a quick way and an easy way that you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. I'm Steve. buying a new hat, by the way, one of those Indiana Jones-type hats. I always wanted to get one at the fair, and I'm going to get one this time. You should have had it for your <laughs> trip out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Steve DeSager is yeah. in the house with everything that's I going on. I think I'd look good in that, too. Are you going to tweet a photo of that? I think. Oh, well, absolutely. I'll yeah. take pictures and say, which one should I buy? It's coming up in a week. Put the indie music behind it. Oh, I can yeah. see that. Sure. Oh, yeah. We're going to start with uh, NFL news before we, boy, I can't wait for that. Before we get to the baseball <laughs> stuff, Broncos running back Theo Riddick will miss six to eight weeks with a shoulder injury. He was recently cut by Detroit. Cleveland added former Cowboys tight end Rico Gathers. Jets kicker Chandler Catanzaro retired. The Ravens traded kicker and punter Corey Vedvik from Norway to the Vikings for a fifth rounder. Patrick Reed won the PGA's playoff opener by one stroke in New Jersey. John Rahm was two shots back. Adam Scott, three back. Online car shopping can be confusing not anymore with true price from true car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience in the sunday night ball game at san francisco the Giants scored three times in the bottom of the eighth to beat philadelphia nine to six jake arietta was the starter for philly Still pitching with a bone spur in his elbow. He's winless in his last seven starts. He lasted only three innings tonight, and he said, frankly, he doesn't know yet whether he's going to continue pitching this year. Dodgers beat Arizona 9-3. to Win to Hyunjin Ryu. He's a 12-2. and And the ERA is 1.45. Here we're mid-August. This is a Roger Clemens-type season he's having, and he just came off the injured list to win today. MVP candidate Cody Bellinger with his 38th homer. He's batting 317. Baltimore upset Houston 8-7 on a walk-off homer. The Yankees got a 1-0 win at Toronto. 1-0 victory for Texas at Milwaukee. 1-0 win for Tampa Bay at Seattle. And Cleveland hit a 10th inning grand slam by Carlos Santana to win at Minnesota 7-3. The Indians are tied with the Twins for first in the AL Central. Kevin Harvick took the NASCAR race at Michigan. Denny Hamlin finished second. Serena Williams had to retire from her final in Toronto due to a bad back. Back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. There's an NFL game in Hawaii this Saturday night. Exhibition between the Rams and Cowboys. Yeah. Next Sunday night, Fox TV has an NFL game. A Sunday night, Fox Seahawks at Vikings next weekend, 8 p.m. Eastern. There's a Monday night game, week from Monday. The NFL preseason resumes this Thursday night with five games, including Raiders at Cardinals. Cardinals. And we are under two weeks away, gentlemen, from those opening two college football games. Arizona. Week zero, as it called. Yeah. Arizona at Hawaii is the late yep. game. But there is something in Orlando, Florida. The Miami Hurricanes uh, against the Florida Gators Saturday night, August the 24th. Most everybody starts their college football season the final weekend of August. And that includes... On FS1, the last Thursday night of August, they'll have San Diego State at Minnesota and then a Friday night doubleheader on FS1, August 30th, Tulsa at Michigan State and then Oklahoma State at Oregon State. Back to Let's you. get going. I love it. Thanks, uh, DeSager. As we come, DeSager. As we come to you live <laughs> from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's easy to say 15% or more on He was wondering if I'd change my name yet after co-hosting with you so long. <laughs> Geico. 
Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. Uh, the only hard part is figuring out which way is I easier. I got a text from our boss, uh huh, Scott Shapiro. Go ahead. And he said, please read my tweet on my burner account, which is Daryl. And here it is. It says, did Plank just say fans shouldn't worry if the franchise isn't worried? What kind of nonsense is that? Houseman for the Raiders and Sooners, period. Houseman? If the Raiders aren't worried, why are you? Asinine. Torres on Saturday, Plank on Sunday. Arnie can't catch a break. That's Daryl, or, or our boss's burner account. Did you, uh, you guys, I, I know that we in Sports Talk Radio, yeah. we have this thing where after every single week, our memories are wiped. Yes. You know, th- th- yes. there's these these things you walk through because y'all forget everything. And fans like Daryl are just as guilty. You remember the big story last year heading into the preseason in week one, Arnie? Remember what the big concern was in 2018? The Patrick Mahomes couldn't protect the football. Oh, that he was well, throwing that too many interceptions no, in practice. Big story. Go, go back and read. Rob, <laughs> where's Rob in Kansas City? That was the big freakout. Guess what? He only completed a couple of passes. He was five for seven for 33 yards in his debut, and everybody was freaking out. Oh, we're going to give the – he's turning the ball over nonstop in practice. What did the team say? It's going to be fine. Yeah, let's not listen to the people that actually watch it every day. Let's go ahead and create these outlandish theories about how bad things are. I'm not saying that you always have to buy into what the team's saying. I'm telling you right now, if no one else outside of the media is freaking out about it, you're probably okay not to freak out about it right now. So, I'm not freaking out about Antonio Brown. Wow. Just like the Chiefs didn't freak out about Patrick Mahomes in the preseason and in their practices or last freaking year. Or freaking out about Tom Brady after he lost to Kansas City like 10 years ago and we declared him dead. No, that was my person. That's the all-time greatest. Now, we yeah. can carry this into the season, too, yeah. if you want. I mean – Think about the Chargers started 0-4 when they moved to Los Angeles. Zero wins, four losses. Do you realize what they've done since then? They have the second-best record during that stretch in the AFC. They're 21-7. There's Calm down. It's okay. I mean, I know that y'all need outlandish people yelling at you and telling you how stupid you are, but it's okay to sit back, take a deep breath, and let facts kind of actually envelop you. You know, Bake's got a good take well, here. Go well, ahead, Arnie. Well, I just want to say this this just is breaking news. Sure. Raiders start the year one and six. Congratulations. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Bake writes, <laughs> have you ever parented a two-year-old? That's kind of what this is like. There's no reasoning with uh, Antonio Brown or a two-year-old. Sometimes you just have to give them what they want. Ultimately, you want to make them love you, so you make things accommodating. Bravo. Yeah, but in this case, too, as Benjamin Albright pointed out, he's going up against the NFL Players Association right now, not so much the NFL. And uh, uh, Leo, that's a little bit dicey of an email. Anyway, we'll get to more of your tweets coming up here in just a bit. I just – I. Ugh. Ugh. By the way, Judge writes, hearing you guys talk about the greatness of Mahomes always makes my night. Oh, I mean, come on. H- how incredible. First of all, first of all, what the hell's he doing in the game on Saturday night? That's one thing that still blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, that's crazy. Why is he? He's good. He's fine. You don't have to worry about him and his timing with new receivers. He's going to be okay. But it's just, it's a level now to where you step back, and that's where you you have to get if you're going to compete in the AFC. Arnie, I mean, we're going to we're going to hit the AFC West coming up next hour. Right. But but it is su- Super Bowl or bust. 
Yeah, you know, and before everybody starts putting Mahomes into the Hall of Fame and say he's going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, funny thing when you have your top three or top five list, only three or four or five guys could be in the top five. That's just the way it works. And when you have Joe Montana and Tom Brady, not a lot of room in that top three when you've got those two up there for sure, no matter what. Are you are people already elevating him to like the greatest of all time? I mean, one season, guys, calm uh, down. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. do you think he could be a one-hit wonder? I'm kind of curious to see if he comes back to earth this year. I think he. I don't think he's going to put up 50 touchdowns this year. But again, as I'll hedge that bet though and say, wouldn't surprise me if he put up a number that puts Kansas City back in the AFC Championship game. Uh, by the way, quick shot. Our man JL is listening in in Tulsa tonight, and yeah. I feel bad because his Rockies have a lot of ground to make up in that National League West. Did you notice the Dodgers are up by like 20 games now over second place? Oh, do I? I can't wait for the Dodgers-Mets um, in the uh, National League pennant. How great is that? I I mean, would it set up where they can actually play each other? Because I'd be all about I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be great. I'm not even talking about it from – just thinking the Dodgers, oh, that'd be, that's why I want to face because I want to beat them. No, no, I think that'd be great for yeah. baseball. I want to beat the Dodgers and then beat the uh, Yankees uh, in the World Series. So, and I'll have to take some time off so I can go to the World Series see my Mets play. Well, I mean, I'm very happy your Mets are doing well, but let's calm down. They've made no, it to no, four no games down. over no, no, 500, no. No. and you're still out of the play. You're still a game out of the playoffs right now. So no, that's okay. E- easy. There's a good chance that by the time we sit down next week, you could be back to seven games. I'll be driving the down card. the Shea and. Uh, or Citibank, whatever. It's not even Shea Stadium anymore. <laughs> it's my kid's name. I can't change his name now. Uh, and by the way, Calvert writes, did you just dismiss, and not me, Calvert, Arnie, did you just dismiss the Miami Hurricanes opener? It's not like your crappy Raiders, again, one me, or Jets you shove down your throats every Sunday. Okay, let me make a few corrections here, yes. Calvin. Uh, it's the Giants or the Dolphins or Arizona that Arnie crams down your and throat Arizo- And my Arizona Wildcats play in uh, Hawaii. By the way, of course, I'm on the air that night with Torres, uh, and it starts at 10.30 Eastern. I'm on 11 o'clock, so the whole game's going to be on um, while we're routing Hawaii. Good luck with that. Do you guys get clearance in Hawaii, or will they have the Rainbow Warriors radio network? Oh, I, I'm, I'm not long. sure, but I'm sure they'll tune into us once we're up by, like, five touchdowns at halftime. Yes, don't point a finger at me, Calvin or Calbert. I'm actually very excited about the Hurricanes in Florida. I I'll barely stay up for that late game after, unless Hawaii pulls off the upset. Then I'll be all about it all night long. <laughs> all right, listen, we got a break. When we come back, Sager's going to slide in more of your tweets rolling in at Plank Show at Stinking Genius One. It's a busy Sunday night into a Monday morning with Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, Steve DeSager is rolling in with us in moments with Arnie and Plank. Brought to you in part by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. This is Steve DeSager. What's going on, Steve? To answer the question, it is very much possible that a Dodgers-Mets division series occurs in early October. The reason is the Dodgers have, by far, the best record in the National League. So they would be the top seed. Therefore, they would get to play the wildcard game winner in a best of five, which would open at Dodger Stadium with games one and two first week of October. Oh, I'll come out to L.A. for that. Will you? 
Will yes. you really? Oh, of course. Okay, bring some of that Vermont syrup then, like <laughs> last time. The NL wildcard game is October the 1st. Currently, with the Giants' win, they got some late scoring and one at home against Philadelphia, two teams that are both among the many battling for the wildcard matchup in the NL. That means we have seven teams going for the two wildcard yeah. spots, seven teams within four games going for the NL wildcard matchup. Washington at the moment would host it, but they're only a half game ahead of St. Louis. And yes, the Mets are among the teams going for it. So like yeah, four teams like one game out or separate one, one by one yeah, game. Yeah, Philadelphia now two out with the yeah. loss tonight. But yes, if uh, the Mets won the wildcard game, that October 1st game, they would head to Dodger Stadium and play a couple nights later oh. in game one of a best of five. Just like I said was going to happen, that this was going to have a big turnaround and you guys laughed at me. Well, did anybody else think the no, Mets would have didn't. this kind of turnaround? <laughs> Just the fact that they're over 500 is news. Yeah. The fact that the Giants are in consideration is news. I mean, I they were going out quietly. Bruce Bochy's final year is Giant skipper, and if they win their next game, they're 60 and 60 on the season. That alone is amazing. And the Dodgers, with their win today and the Houston lost, the Dodgers had the best overall record now in the majors. They're a game ahead of Houston and the Yankees right now. And this upset of Baltimore beating Houston on a oh, walk-off incredible. homer, one of the biggest upsets as far as odds in the past 15 years of Major League Baseball. The matchup was Houston with this great record and Justin Verlander on the mound playing an Orioles team that's been one of the worst for years, including this year. And at some sports book, the Orioles were listed at plus 400. So yeah. if you, you bet 100 bucks, you could win 400 profit if the Orioles wow. pulled off the upset. And what do you know? They score three runs in the bottom of the ninth off the closer and get a walk-off homer Unbelievable. to end Houston's eight-game winning streak. And Houston had just scored three in the top of the ninth to get the lead. A Houston team that had won 18 of its last 21. An Orioles team with a record of 38 and 78. And Justin Verlander gets on the mound, gives up four runs it. in five innings. He struck out 11, but he gave up runs, and it's set up for the late innings explode. It was amazing. Got a mention from Baltimore. Maybe you saw the dust-up with Chris Davis, who, yes, yeah, is still crazy. on the Orioles. 0 for 4, four strikeouts. He's batting 180. Not That's the first good. time he's been in the 100s with the batting average <laughs> uh, like he is this season. He has a seven-year contract that he's in the middle of at $23 million a year. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's the same amount of money that Tom Brady is now making this year after he just got his new deal. Chris Davis batting 180 is making the same amount of money as Tom Brady. So I need for the, the thousand Chris Davis is who I for mean. the thousandth time, <laughs> kids, if you have a chance to play baseball or football, just play baseball. Uh, Become an agent. That's uh, yeah, become an yeah. attorney and become an agent. Take some off the top and you exactly. don't get hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> USA Basketball had a scrimmage in Las Vegas Friday night. The Americans will train in L.A. this week at the Lakers facility in El Segundo, and then they're playing an exhibition in Anaheim this Friday night against number 2-ranked Spain. Ooh. Who's on this team exactly? Well, it's, uh, it's a number that's getting smaller. Marvin Bagley has now withdrawn. About 30 players withdrew over the past year. So the U.S. team has 16 finalists to make its roster. It'll have 12 players in the World Cup of Basketball in China. After this week, it's off to Australia for more practices, three more exhibitions down under later this month. USA starting World Cup play September 1st in China, which means early morning games are time on cable. The final is September 15th in Beijing. Head coach Greg Popovich among the assistants Steve Kerr. And the NBA full schedule comes out tomorrow. 
Good. That, that's why Kerr hasn't called in. He's been busy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the, that's coach the only Team reason. USA. What do you want from the guy? And what was the excuse the other 82 games this year? <laughs> He's getting ready. He's trying getting to win a gold medal. Yeah. Oh, man. Thanks to Sager. <laughs> Great stuff as always. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's time to go all in. On the AFC West. That's right, the AFC Raiders West. Raiders 16-0. The greatest division in the NFL. And we'll do it with a little help from Todd Furman as well coming up next hour. Oh, it's going to be a loaded final hour with Arnie and Plank. And as always, your tweets at Plank Show, at Stinkin' Genius One. He's Steve DeSager. That's Bobo. Lead a lap running the show. It's Arnie and Plank. Todd Furman coming up next hour on Fox. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Oh, man. Oh, man, it's the final hour. And I'm not kidding, Arnie. Yes. I know every radio show on the planet says, oh, my gosh, where did this show go? It's, it's gone by so fast. Everyone says it. I kind of feel it tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this show has absolutely flown by with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. As we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, are you ready to dive into the AFC West or 
Before we do, do you want to change anything from our previous previews, including the NFC East, based on what you've seen from one exhibition game? No, I don't, I don't think I really want to change anything up. Um, you know, one exhibition game is really not going to change my mind a whole heck of a lot. Maybe more so personnel, uh, but not so much team-wise. So, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to go ahead and do that. Okay. So I, I still feel good about my Giants, though. I feel good about them. Okay, you should. Can I tell you my, my favorite storyline? I'm not even yeah. lying. I think you should. Is how suddenly everyone's acting like there was a quarterback battle or there is a quarterback battle when they drafted a quarterback in the top ten when you draft a quarterback in the top ten, you probably are going to give him an opportunity to battle for that job. I think people actually realize that Daniel Jones isn't as bad as they've made him out to be. I think that's one thing we learned. When was that? Friday night? On Friday night. is Maybe this dude isn't the worst player. Well, it even goes to show you could be a top uh, six pick and still can't help Duke football. So what can you do? You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything to get him back. All right. Uh, well, let's start. We preview the AFC West. For those of you new to the show or just jumping on board during the football season, welcome. Uh, Since I did some math and realized we were eight weeks away from the start of the NFL season, we started taking a division each week. Let's see, we did the NFC East and the AFC East. We did the, what do we do, the, the North, the South last week, the NFC South and the AFC South. And this week we'll do the AFC West followed by the NFC West next week. And Arnie... We have to start with the Chiefs. Just a real simple question. It's been 50 years since the Chiefs made the Super Bowl. Is this a Super Bowl or bust season for KC? What was that, Jan Stenerud days? I have no I idea. So. Len Dawson? Yes, Len Dawson. Get out of here. Halftime. You're right. Absolutely. Um, look, it, it, I, re- I already feel like the Chiefs have already clinched the division. Uh, breaking news, and it's only in August. Um, there's no way anybody's going to compete against them, though we really shouldn't shrug off the Chargers because they both had the same identical records last year. But yet, for some reason, we don't give the Chargers a chance. Uh, if, if Kansas City doesn't win the division, and Gar- you know, forget about that if Patrick Mahomes has some type of injury, it's because their offense wasn't clicking. It's because their running game wasn't going, and that way they were able to sit back, blitz Mahomes, and rely on the pass and, and, and play the pass, which is... The only reason I can see Kansas City, you know, sputtering a little bit. But otherwise, it's their division to take. They've they've got such a deep team. And, you know, obviously with Tyreek Kill not having any suspensions. And, you know, you got Sammy Watkins opposite of him. And, you know, even the running game, you got question marks. But with uh, Carlos Hyde and who is it, Damian Williams. And, you yeah. know, I think they'll be okay. Certainly could use somebody better. But overall, um the question was, were they going to get better defensively? And that was the question. I think they're going to answer that one. I think they did get better defensively, or they will get better defensively, and that's what's going to carry them to the Super Bowl this year. Defensively, as you mentioned, bottom 10 in total defense, pass defense, rush defense, and scoring defense. Yeah. But yet tied for the NFC lead with 52 sacks, which still doesn't make a lot of sense to me. They moved on from Justin Well, that's because Houston. they had a big lead or leads going into, obviously, in the fourth quarter a lot. The other teams just had to throw, so they could just tee back on them. Uh, good point. Exit Justin Houston. Exit D Ford. Exit Eric Berry. Say hello to Frank Clark, who they gave a lot of money to. Right. Tyron Matthew and their new defensive big coordinator. there. You know Steve Spagnolo. You've yeah. experienced him in New York. So, in other words, I think you hit it on the head, Arnie. Does one of these backs become their consistent go-to back? 
And is their defense where it needs to be to take that next step? I mean, they're they're D Ford being offsides from going to the Super right, Bowl last right. year. I mean, that's all it took. So I don't see him slipping that much. And now that it looks like the Tyreek Hill business is put to bed, question mark, doesn't look like they'll be without him this season either, right? Did you say they were nervous about the, you were nervous about the running game? Is is that the one thing holding you back or what? I'm not nervous about anything they have offensively. I'm, as a matter of fact, I think I, I don't think sports radio hosts need to hide their biases, and I'm a huge Raiders fan. Right. So I'm scared to death every time their offense takes the field. Well, it's not so, like they have a blue, a blue chip running back anyway, though. No, you're right. It, and since Kareem and Kareem Hunt was even what a third round pick, and they developed him. So Damian Williams, Carlos Hyde, heck, even the Utah State product by way of the nine one eight Darwin Thompson. I mean, they, they've got some guys that are electric in that backfield. So uh, we're, we're on the same page here, right? They're without a doubt the favorite in this division. They'll yeah. get pushed by Los Angeles. But if their defense gets just a little bit better, they're playing in the Super Bowl, well, right? Well, all I could say this Vegas-wise, and I guess we'll ask Todd Furman this, that if there's such the overwhelming favorite in that division, yet they have the same record as the Chargers, maybe the Chargers are a good underdog bet. I have to see what kind of numbers uh, you can get on them. Uh, that's a great question. He's coming up next. All right, let's talk, let's talk about the Chargers. Coming off their first postseason win in five years, they beat the Ravens. They had only advanced beyond the divisional round, though, once since their Super Bowl trip in 1994, and that was when they went to the AFC Championship game in 2007. You know, I brought this up earlier with Benjamin Albright. Uh, Arnie, is Melvin Gordon a distraction, or do they get this all figured out because deadlines will spur action? I, I, I would hope they get it all figured out, but I'm starting to think that that's not the way to go, and they may have to go ahead and get rid of him. And, and can you imagine, is there going to be a big bidding war on him? I don't think so, especially for the money that he's going to be asking for. I don't think you can you know go that way. He's not going to be one of those top backs demanding that type of money. So um, is he going to lower his demands a little bit, or is he going to keep that up and say, no, no? This is what I deserve, and this is what I want to get. Uh, It's not a distraction now, but sooner than later, it's going to be a distraction. And what do they have after that? You know, is is Eckler enough to go ahead and take over? Is that the way you want to go ahead? And, and, you know, he had an okay year last year, almost 600 yards. But, you know, do you want Melvin or not? That's what they're going to have to decide sooner than later. I don't, you know, I've got to be honest with you. As Benjamin Albright brought up, I mean, they were pretty good moving the football around even without Melvin Gordon whenever he was injured at times last year. The dude's only played a full season, what, once yeah. in his entire career? And and something, something I really didn't do whenever I put together these previews for the AFC West, I hadn't really looked at each team's schedule, and they've got a really good chance to have a hot start. Get this. Are you starting to freak out a little bit about Andrew Luck's availability early Absolutely. in the season? Okay. Of course. They open up with Indy. And then they go to Detroit. Two and oh. Then they get Houston at home. Three and oh. Then they go to Miami. Three and one. <laughs> and then they Four host and then they host Denver. Five and oh. So they could be five and oh going into a Sunday night game with the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. At home, Arnie. Their toughest game. Before their bye week, you might argue, is either going to Soldier Field to take on Chicago in week eight or hosting Kansas City in week 11. Yeah. Their schedule shapes up very well for a good start for the Los Angeles Well, Chargers. at least for the first eight or nine games it does. That's for damn sure. Well, uh, 
spring up down the stretch because three of their final five games on the are road. on the road. But uh, that is at Denver and at Jacksonville, two teams that were under 500 last year. Okay, so quick thought. Is it the same for L.A. as it is for Kansas City, Super Bowl or bust? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, at least get there. I, I think Kansas City is more like they have to win it. Uh, Chargers really just have to get there. But, yeah, fans – you know, after what's happened to them and the moving and all this, it'd be a great distraction. Uh, do they have enough, or was it just one lucky year last year? That's going to be the question. They'll go as far as Philip Rivers takes them, um, but I don't think he's going to take it past the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, let's head to Denver, shall we? Over the last two years, a combined record of 11-21. and 21. They haven't made the playoffs since winning the 2015 Super Bowl and have had four different quarterback start games over the last two years. They've moved on from Case Keenum. They have their third coach, their fifth quarterback since Peyton Manning. Can old man Vic Fangio fix this in Denver? I don't think so. Um, you know, we talked about the, the, the division not being as fun or as exciting as it was in the years past. That's because it's top-heavy with the Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, right off the bat, I could see 0-4 for the Broncos uh, going against those guys. It's not even going to be close. I, I like a few things about Denver's team. Of course, you like Lindsey and what he did last year, and that was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm curious to see, is Jake Butts going to be able to come back, or is he still hurt? I Saw something just what, a couple of weeks ago about him, Plank. I don't know if you saw that. And Joe Flacco, look, he's got his one Super Bowl, and he better hold on to that ring because he's never going to sniff another one. Um, those days are far and few between. I really don't have a lot of confidence in him. I don't have a lot of confidence in this Denver team. Defensively, um, I think that's what's going to have to carry them a little bit, but I, I think they're destined for third place. Uh it was Austin Fort who suffered an ACL injury, the rookie tight end. So Jake Butt may be back and ready to go. But how about this? They're struggling to find some depth behind Philip Lindsley. Uh, excuse me, Philip Lindsay. And Lindsay. they go out and they get Theo Riddick, who tears up his shoulder and is <sighs> now out six to eight weeks. So, boy, tough luck. The Broncos had 11 more sacks defensively and 11 more takeaways than their previous season but allowed teams to just destroy them on the ground. Von Miller bulked up 10 pounds. They paid Chris Harris in the short term. I think their defense is good enough to compete. The question is, will, will their offense find some consistency because it hasn't, has it? No, no. And, again, I, I brought up Flacco before. I don't know where you stand on him, and I'll give him credit for the Super Bowl. But, uh, like I said, those days are long and far few between. He's never going to return to that form. And, and they won it because they were just a great defensive team back then also. All right, uh, we get to move on to the class of the AFC West, the oh Oakland boy. Raiders, who finished last year a very impressive 4-12. and I can sense your excitement, Arnie. Better than I thought they were going to be. Additions of Tyrell Williams from Los Angeles. And by the way, I'm proud of myself for not saying San Diego Chargers. Um, Antonio Brown, Josh Jacobs through the draft, Trent Brown offensive line. Uh, to help them out, bolster an offense that had no talent after trading Amari uh, Cooper, who I just wanted to call Austin Cooper for some reason. Yeah. But, yeah, again, I'm going back to Benjamin Albright's conversation. Their defense has to get better. They drafted Cleland Farrell. They picked up Max Crosby, who broke his hand. And Jonathan Abram can't even pronounce salmon right. So that kind of scares the hell out, out of me. But uh, – they got any chance? I know. I don't know why am I asking you. Just go ahead and ask. Well, no, no. You line. know, I was going to say they're not as putrid as they appear to be. 
Um, yeah, I've got questions about the running position. Doug Martin had, what, 700 yards, but I think they've got to have an upgrade on that. Obviously, they've upgraded at wide receiver. Uh, you know, Derek Carr, for what I do tease about uh, tease you about him, is a pretty damn good quarterback. He's not a top-10 quarterback, but he's serviceable. Or, you know, remember that one run where he almost won MVP before he got hurt and had them going pretty well. But you're right. They'll go They'll go as far as their defense would take him. They can't be any worse. Gee, too bad they don't have somebody like Khalil Mack to help him defensively. But, yeah, that yeah would their really defense help. is the Achilles heel of this team. There's no doubt about that. They are 10-22 and 22 since making the playoffs in 2016. So between Denver and... And Oakland, they have struggled since having playoff runs. I mean, uh, Denver's is even worse than what Oakland's is. So I'm just – I'm kind of at a loss for where this team is right now. I feel good about the moves that they've made. But it's hard to make headway in a division like this. Yeah. You have to play two playoff teams four times. I mean, you've got to play the Chiefs and the Chargers. And I don't know how this happens. How can one of the worst teams in the NFL, Arnie, end up with one of the most difficult schedules yeah, in the NFL. Great. How does that even happen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, and I, I don't mean, know this. How You're looking at yeah. an Oakland Raiders team that, in my opinion, had a chance to maybe be a little bit better, that had a chance to maybe improve just a bit, but then, lo and behold, out of nowhere, they – they just haven't been able to put it all together over the last couple of years. Now, last year was a cluster. Last year was a disaster under John Gruden. But is there is there anything possibly that could put them in position to contend for the division or for a wild card this year, or do I just need to wait for them to get to Vegas? Only the, maybe a wild card. That's if the Chargers come back to earth a little bit. They're not as good as that 12-4 and record shows. And if Denver really is not going to be a good team and the Raiders can pass them, yeah, maybe they could compete a little bit and maybe make a run um, at a wild card. But other than that, it doesn't look very good for them. It does not look good. 10-22 no. since making the playoffs. I'm rotting this thing up. And By the way, how's away. attendance supposed to be for them this year? Oh, it's going to be crazy. They oh, it is. I thought, there was, I thought there were going to be troubles with that. No, gosh, no. They'll, uh, unless they stink even more. If they're going 0-16, then look out. They might tear that place down. All right, well, let's uh, – Let's find out when we yes. come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where Todd Furman has the over-under for teams in the AFC West. As always, we're brought to you by Discover, Arnie and Plank, here on Fox Sports Radio. Get your free credit score card today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. All right. Get your popcorn ready, y'all. Todd Furman is coming up next with Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go. We talked AFC West. And joining us right now is our buddy Todd Furman. You see him on FS1, so lock it in. Vegas insider to the max. By the way, Todd, fair warning. I guess we can get this out of the way now. Uh, Arnie's off to a nice hot start. For his picks, eighty-three percent, Todd. Eighty-three. I'm embarrassed. It's not a hundred percent, so I'm I'm a little embarrassed by that. I mean, Chris, we do know, according to Arnie, as you guys have worked together for a number of years, the preseason is the free season. So this is the way that Arnie can finance his growing portfolio of real estate across this fine country. Todd, Todd let me ask this: Has there been any uh, indicators? Like uh, a lot of the games seem like they're going over. A lot of great performances by backup quarterbacks. Um, is there is it easier to call the games in the preseason this year than before? 
You know, I wouldn't say easier. I think some of the same challenges always exist when you look in the preseason. It's being able to do that extra homework, trying to dive into some of the quarterback rotations, figure out where some of those positional battles may take place, uh, and ultimately looking for coaches that want to be there. John Harbaugh continues to do nothing but win and cover games as head coach in Baltimore. Pete Carroll, despite coming out saying he was going to rest all of his starters, play young players, look to try and get those guys reps. They put together a dominant half by preseason standards against Denver. And Dan Quinn, there's a couple things that are real reliable in life, death taxes and the Atlanta Falcons not covering exhibition (laughs) football games. Uh, Hey, a wild thought I had. You know, the old school way, Todd, was first game, maybe a drive. Second game, maybe a quarter for your starters. Third game was almost a, a whole half. Could we start getting back to that, or do you think we'll continue to see guys scale back how often we see starters play in the preseason? I think you're seeing a change in philosophy. Uh, as you go coach by coach, I don't think there's any blanket generalizations we can really make, Chris. We look at Sean McVay. He didn't play his starters at all last preseason for the Rams. They, of course, were a little sluggish in the first half against the Oakland Raiders, and then the rest was history when they got to the Super Bowl before they hit a wall there. You look at Philadelphia, they lose their backup quarterback, Nate Sudfeld, to a broken wrist. So if you're there and you're sitting in the Philadelphia coaching room, I can't imagine you're going to put Carson Wentz in harm's way, knowing that there isn't any reliable depth if something were to happen to your starter. Meanwhile, teams like Washington, they're trying to figure out, will it be Colt McCoy, will it be Case Keenum, or will it be rookie Dwayne Haskins that ultimately becomes their starter? Those teams have a different mentality. I think you need to get guys reps. And the same kind of thing that we'll see unfold in Arizona, give Kyler Murray the opportunity to learn the offense, see the speed of the NFL game, and get him ready. Because as terrible as it is to say, even with an injury, Arizona's not going to the playoffs. Let your rookie take some of his lumps so he can ready when the bullets start flying for real. Todd, where are the lines? The lines aren't <laughs> out for week two of the preseason. Where are the lines? Are they purposely holding them back so I can't give my picks out on the air? <laughs> That's exactly why, Arnie. Everybody is waiting with bated breath for you to release your games before lines become available. Odds makers across the country, the Caribbean, and throughout Europe are quaking in their boots because they don't know exactly where you're going to move your major money. That jet may be waiting at Burlington International Airport to take you wherever you need to go to get down the requisite funds only so the books know they'll get all that back when you bet the Knicks to win the NBA championship yes, exactly. and the Miami Dolphins to win the Super Bowl, right along with the Arizona Wildcats to, of course, win the college football national oh, championship. Don't get me started on Arizona, but seriously, shouldn't the Lions be out by now? There were no Sunday games. I thought they'd be out by now. You know, there's honestly no incentive for books to hang preseason numbers this early. They can wait till Monday, maybe as late as Monday afternoon, wow. knowing the only folks that are running to try and bet games early on with such an extended shelf life are the kind of players who they don't want to have that particular edge. I was actually surprised we saw week one preseason lines up as early as they were. I don't think we're going to see that for the next three weeks of the exhibition schedule. We're hanging out with Todd Furman. You watch him on a Lock It In. He hangs out with us uh, here on Fox Sports Radio as well. So, uh, Todd, let, we were talking about the AFC West before you jumped on with us. It's, it's Super Bowl or bust for Kansas City. Can we say the same about the Chargers, too? I think the Chargers' shelf life uh, is starting to run out a little bit. Phillip Rivers isn't getting any younger anytime soon. This is a guy who takes solace in going to training camp and spending time with his 52 other teammates, knowing that he has 52 children at home that he has to try and take (laughs) care of when he's not on the football field. 
Uh, but, of course, the big storyline there, will they have the services of Melvin Gordon in the backfield? If they don't, I think their running game takes a bit of a hit with Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson there. But as far as receivers are concerned, we've seen Keenan Allen compile almost 200 receptions. You look at that defense, there are studs at nearly every single level. And I think the Chargers are going to benefit immensely by getting Hunter Henry back, who is one of the league's most efficient tight ends when he was on the field for Phillip Rivers in the past. So I think the Chargers have to have eyes on the prize but it's not the kind of fervent fan base that is going to oust Anthony Lynn if he can't get him to the Super Bowl down in Miami to start 2020. Excuse me. Todd, everybody's picking Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl, yet alone, obviously, to win the division. Um, Chargers and Kansas City both were 12-4. and four. Is, is, is the Chargers a good dog for the division? Can I get like 2-1, to one, or is that a little crazy? No, I think yeah, that you make an excellent uh, case talking about teams not named the Chiefs that can win the West. I'm not going to buy the Raiders. I think that's a team in transition, and that may be a generous word to use for what's going on up there in Napa during preseason. You look at Denver, Joe Flacco, more of a placeholder. So I think the Chargers make an awful lot of sense. When you look at their losses, yes, you lose Jason Verrett and Corey Leggett, but you add Jerry Tellery from Notre Dame to help the defensive line. You have Joey Bosa, who's going to be a force on one end, along with Melvin Ingram. They'll be healthier in their linebacking core. Uh, and I think Phillip Rivers is that kind of guy, as we just talked about, more than capable of putting a team on his back. Uh, I would just like to see Rivers take full advantage in third and short and fourth and short scenarios. Maybe sneak the football every now and again, get his nose a little bit dirty out there. Yeah. No, I'd like that as well, too. Hey, Todd, you mentioned not buying the Raiders, get that, not buying maybe Denver too terribly much. Is there anyone that's kind of creeping up in the AFC that you think could be a problem for, say, Kansas City or for New England right now? Could it be Baltimore and seeing as much as as you saw from Lamar Jackson? Could it be, I don't know, Cleveland right now? Yeah, Cleveland, I think, is a team for me that it's a wait-and-see approach. There's so much talent on that roster, but I want to see them go out there and not wilt under the weight of immense expectations. Uh, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a team who now has very little pressure on them in the division. Uh, but will they have enough playmakers? And Are James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster able to step up? So when I look for other teams outside of the Patriots and Chiefs as the favorite, I think one of the logical choices becomes the Indianapolis Colts, assuming Andrew Luck's calf injury is more precautionary than anything else. This was a team fifth in scoring last year, guys, uh, and they only got stronger. You go out there and you get Justin Houston to help the defense, and you have Darius Leonard, who led the entire league in tackles. And I think the Ravens are an intriguing team. Their win total eight's actually taken a little bit of professional money over. You bring an offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, who did wonders with Colin Kaepernick, and I'm not going to say Lamar Jackson's skill set is exactly the same, uh, but this is a Ravens team, some new faces on defense, uh, but I never want to discount John Harbaugh when nobody has a lot of postseason aspirations anywhere outside of that locker room. By the way, do you want to buy the T-shirts I've made up that says, Rosen taking the Dolphins bowling? Uh, uh, you know what, there's a good game. chance that if the Dolphins were eligible for the Holiday Bowl, Josh Rosen could be the MVP of that game. But that's about the only bowl they're going to get to. Uh, I do think Coach Fuller is instilling the right culture down there. There's just a very limited amount of talent. And Arnie, you know as well as I do, yeah. when you have a chance to root for a quarterback that's a member of the tribe, you're obligated to do so. <laughs> the problem being is we don't have a whole lot of Super Bowl champions that we can advertise. Yeah. Well, let's, dinner on you if the Dolphins go to the Super Bowl. That's all I want to say you know what if that's the case i might invite you down and i'll take you for a nice steak dinner at prime 112 chris you're able to come down as well we'll make <laughs> arnie go. pay for drinks and the adults can have dinner and we send him to the kids table <laughs> there you go i love it todd thanks, have a great todd. night buddy thanks for your time uh, thanks, always todd. a pleasure guys have a great week God, he's oh, awesome todd Furman. wow FF1. i wish i lived in Fun. vegas 
but you did live in Vegas. I know, but I had to leave. <laughs> Why'd you have to? Well, leave? I got married, and they banned me from Vegas. Oh, they did. You yeah. taking too much money? Yeah, That's I'm what like, it was. Uh, I'm like uh, Michael Keaton in uh, whatever that movie was. <laughs> All right, when we come back to the guy no, well, you don't even know which one I'm talking studios. about. All right, Michael Keaton. And what... help me to say, girl, where they go, they banned me from Vegas. Oh my God, Johnny! Where he played like a, with uh, with Henry Winkler. Some of your movie references. Oh, gosh, you guys are the worst. Well, you have Google where you could actually look these oh, up. Gosh, I'll look it up. The before you bring him up. This says Henry Winkler Night Shift. Yeah, there you go. Night Shift. There you go. All right. When we Classic. come back, we'll talk about Night Shift. But Steve DeSager <laughs> We're on is it. in the Geico Fox uh, Sports Radio studios to get us caught up. What's going on, Steve? We'll get to a lot of baseball in a moment, including update the AL Central and the NL Central with the Broncos' new running back, Theo Riddick, recently cut by Detroit. Will miss six to eight weeks with a shoulder injury. Jets kicker Chandler Catanzaro retired. And Steelers wide receivers coach Daryl Drake passed away this morning. He was 62, former Arizona and Chicago assistant. So no practice for Pittsburgh today or tomorrow. Patrick Reed won the PGA's playoff opener by one stroke in New Jersey. Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy tied for sixth place, four back. Reed's up to number two in the standings now, so he'll be in the Tour Championship in two weeks in Atlanta. Next week's golf event is in Illinois. Kevin Harvick took the NASCAR race at Michigan. Denny Hamlin finished second. Serena Williams had to retire from her tennis final in Toronto due to a bad back. The U.S. Open starts in two weeks. NBA full schedule comes out tomorrow. You need to make good choices, and with True Car, you've got a star in your roster, so when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car, True Cash offer not available in all areas. In the AL Central, the Indians are tied with the Twins for first place again. Cleveland on a 10th inning grand slam by Carlos Santana, one at Minnesota, 7-3 today. The Twins had just tied it with two runs in the bottom of the ninth. Off the closer, all-star Brad Hand, but had a runner thrown out at the plate, so the game continued and the Twins lost. In the NL Central, the Cubs are first place, still two games over the Cardinals. Cubs were down 3-0 at Cincinnati after five innings, but beat them 6-3. Chris Bryant with a three-run homer in the seventh. St. Louis handed Pittsburgh an eighth straight loss, 11-9. Paul Goldschmidt, four hits, including a homer. The Cards hit a grand slam in the seventh. And catcher Yadier Molina should return on Tuesday from his thumb injury. You know, the Pirates, since the All-Star break, have a record of 4-24. and 24. That's pretty good. One good thing, Josh Bell of Pittsburgh. Two two-run homers in defeat today. Josh Bell has 29 home runs and 93 RBIs, and we're not quite to mid-August. Washington ended the Mets' eight-game winning streak 7-4. The Mets had won 15 of 16 until today, but an actual save from a Nationals reliever. Sean Doolittle got it today. The Yankees won nothing winners at Toronto. Blue Jays leadoff man Bo Bichette batting 367. He had two hits in the loss. The rest of the team was two for 25. Baltimore with the upset of Houston, 8-7 on a walk-off homer to end the Houston eight-game winning streak. The Dodgers won again, 9-3 over Arizona. And San Francisco tonight scored three in the bottom of the eighth to beat Philadelphia, 9-6. Got to mention the winning pitcher, closer Will Smith. He blew the lead top of the eighth, but hit a two-run single in the bottom of the eighth in his first major league at bat. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And gentlemen, we had the Arena Football Championship yeah, game in I Albany, New York tonight. 
Albany 45-27 over the Philadelphia Soul. There were only six teams in the league this year. Albany had gone 10 Gosh. and 2. Tommy Grady, quarterback, transferred Former suitor. transferred to Utah. Stop. Yes, is Good. the uh, quarterback from Orange County, Huntington Beach. He went to the same high yep. school as Jeff Kent. He has been with the Albany champions these couple of years and now a title for that town. Hey, by the way, Desegar, you said Pirates 4 and 24 in their last 28 since a the buddy break. of mine I did radio with, um, one of the Michael Pirates. Keaton, big Pirates fan there, to bring it all full circle. <laughs> Where's wow. this story what, I was going to say one of the best Pirates hitter in Pirates history. Bill Madlock? Bingo! Though he didn't answer my tweet I gave him just like last week. I'm like, <laughs> Bill, it's Artie! Are you still? He yelled at me because I ate all his ribs. The problem is Alabama. you told him it's Arnie. Yeah, that's oh, wow. It's the same it's reason else. Steve Kerr is not calling We in. used to be buddies, me and Bill. I don't understand why he won't answer me. You yeah, just said know. you got kicked out of Vegas. Are you not seeing a pattern here? <laughs> well, and then I also wonder, by the way, great stuff tonight to yeah, Sager. Thanks, uh, thank Sager. You. I, I, I wonder, you, you always act surprised whenever you can't get in touch with your old radio co-host because yeah. I would imagine you probably just crapped all over their teams, told them how dumb they were and how awful all their teams well, were. I, I don't say know why like, Bill Matlock. We really aren't family. Stop it. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't say anything bad to him. It was one of my first radio jobs, and Bill would come on before I w- – he would come on before me, and then it would be me, and then Pete Rose would come on after me. I'm like, what's wrong with this picture? Bill Madlock, Arnie Spanier, Pete Rose. Something doesn't match here, you know? Yeah, Bill Madlock doesn't gamble. Why is he in that mix? <laughs> we're co- we did not set that up, I swear to God. That was not oh, a plan. It's, that was in a setup. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. All right, quick little buy or sell before we get to Arnie's picks yeah. and the great Big Ben Maller takes over to take you home. Oh, like, is anyone still trying to get home from a Sunday night into a Monday morning? Oh, absolutely. In Los Angeles, they are. There They're you stuck go. in traffic. So buy or sell, Arnie. I don't know if I believe this or not, but Dak Prescott made the right move turning down $30 million. Buy or sell? I'm going to sell that because what's he going to get, $31 million and he's <laughs> going to feel better about himself. And I know we're going to say, well, that's a whole million dollars. And who are we to tell somebody how much they want to take? Um, no, I... I don't know if he's going to feel any better by himself if he made 31 over 30 or 32 over 30. Um, this is about the agent saying this is what you deserve. Get Let's maximize it. You have a short shelf life, um, which I don't believe that, but you're a quarterback. You could be around for a long, long time. I think he should have taken the offer if everything worked out and the whole thing was guaranteed or you know he was going to get his money. I'm curious to see how that contract is going to work out, but I think he made a mistake here. All right, buy or sell. We had, what, um, 16 challenges on the pass interference call, but there was absolutely none that were called from the booth. I think during the Raiders-Rams game, Sean McVay called for one to get reviewed. I think a couple of them got overturned. But buy or sell, this is going to work for the NFL having a pass interference be reviewed. I think it's going to work. I was worried that there were going to be a lot of turnovers, uh, or not turnovers, that they were going to turn over a lot of calls. I thought one was turned over on a um, possible, uh, well, they, they called pass interference off an interception. Mm-hmm. I believe that was the one that one of, of the two that were turned over. Um, look, what it's going to come to is very few are going to be turned over. They're going to look at it again. And if there's a flag thrown and you look at it again, if there's any contact, they're going to say, well, there's contact. 
He stopped the receiver from making a play on the ball. Uh, there's your penalty, and you can't overturn it. So if you think you're going to overturn it that way, it's, it's not going to happen. Chris, I think it's actually going to work out. And let me correct myself, too, because I said that the replay officials didn't call for any. Well, that's not true. They did it twice in the Bengals and Chiefs game on Saturday night. What was, what was on the interception? Was it not that they overturned, yeah. or, was, or was that from the coaches? Yeah, and, and one of those, yeah. and this was from Pro Football Talk, one of those decisions did hit that question of uh, the replay, and that is will the ruling from the NFL senior VP of officiating, uh, officiating Al Riveron, be influenced by the outcome of the call. So, I mean, they, they, they've got a few bugs to work out, but you and I sat here after week one last year in the preseason, and everyone was losing their mind about lowering their head. Oh, my gosh. They, how many times are they going to call this? This is a disaster. And they figured things out. So that's pretty much what happens. Get a little over the top during the preseason, and then we figure things out. Is that so, your next one? Because they changed that now. You know that. Which one's that? The lowering the head. Oh, I saw that, yeah, yeah. but that wasn't going to be, be my next one. But my oh, next just, one. Just, just, just bring it up, um, the new one is that they're going to be uh, offsetting penalties on the lowering of the head if, if both the offensive and defensive players do that. I think that's fantastic. Well, but it's yeah. just don't call it. Offsetting penalties, nothing happens. They replay the down, right? I mean, just, just right, go. Right, right, right. Uh, but I understand the safety. Uh, buy or sell, Arnie, it's the cheap. We, we focused on the AFC West tonight. So buy or sell, it's the Chiefs division, period. Yeah, it is the Chiefs division. As much as I want to say the Chargers are going to be right there, I don't know if they're they're destined for 12 wins again like they were last year. And I'm really worried about the way the, the Melvin Gordon thing is going to turn out. Uh, the Chiefs, the big thing was they got better defensively. I'm not worried about their offense, a little bit about the running game, but for the most part, their offense will be fine. Um, now that their defense is a whole heck of a lot better, it's not if they're going to win the division. Um, it's if they're going to make it back to the Super or make it to the Super Bowl, which certainly looks that way. All right, there you go. A quick edition of Buy or Sell on an AFC West preview night here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. When we come back, oh, I don't boy. know. How are you going to pick? I don't know. We don't have the lines out. I'm picking at 83%. I have four games. I'll just tell you the teams I like, and we're going to have to fill in the spreads a little bit later on, I guess. And we'll do it live next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fun show tonight. Fun show tonight. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Lita Lap. Great job getting us Benjamin Albright, Todd Furman. We'll uh, see if we can't get our man John Middlecoff on next week as well, too, to talk some NFL as we get closer. NFC West next week in Arnie. Niners back? Question mark. Seahawks better? Or is it just the Rams and everyone else? So we'll When are we going to get to the week. big division? That's what I want to know. Which one's that for you? The Pac-12. That's what I want to know. We don't do non-Power 5 conferences wow. here on Fox Sports Radio. We only deal in the best. Uh, in fact, this just <laughs> in, the American Athletic Conference has a better power rating than the Pac-12. Update your uh, resumes. Right, you're fired. You uh, no, it is. Look no, it, up. it isn't. They're facts. Arnie, they're facts. You're not a Power 5 conference anymore. It's been fun, Pac-12. The whole USC Dynasty thing was cute, but it's it's not. It's it's out. It's it's out. It's like '80s rap. Uh, so thanks to Lita Lap, great job producing Who? the show. Thanks to Bobo Who? on the wheels of steel, great tunes all night long time. In fact, um, my friend Stephanie Bobo was listening in, and she said the music for your show is incredible. I Who? said, yeah, I pick it out. I pick it out. Uh, also, I should add <laughs> as well, Lita Lap, uh, Steve DeSager on updates. Who? All night long. Big Ben Maller is coming up next to take you home. But the disheveled one. We can't finish this show tonight without the stinking genius flexing his Ooh. muscles. So, uh, <laughs> Arnie, Ooh. take it away. What's your picks look like on this Sunday night into week two of the exhibition season? In case people are wondering, I am picking at 83%. I am 5-1. Uh. and one. Um, a little embarrassed. I was hoping to pick it over a hundred percent, but right. Um, you know, I'll take it. Uh, five and one started off two and zero, oh, went three and one last week. Um, I'm sure the one I got wrong was a mistake, and I'll have to go back through my uh, records and see why I made that mistake. I got you, you five took more. Jacksonville over Baltimore. It wasn't even close. So don't you made don't, that was your mistake. You know, if I'm doing a magic trick, do not give away my magic trick, okay? <laughs> okay. Do not give away my magic I'm trick. I'm sorry. That's my bad. My bad, everybody. Uh, I got five picks, and we start with the Ravens, who looked so good last week. Uh, and for some reason, they decided to keep Lamar Jackson into the game for, like, the whole game or something. I, at least, like, the first three series. Um, maybe a little bit more of the same, and they're playing at home. Harbaugh likes to win, whether it's the regular season or even in the preseason. Give me the Ravens, um, and again, I'm going to have to check all the lines uh, during the week on this one, but I'm going to take them over Green Bay. Um, back on the Giants bandwagon, if they're going to give me more Jones, I'll take more Jones. I'll take the Giants over the Chicago Bears. I'll stay with the home teams. Give me the Titans over the Patriots, even though the Patriots look so good with both their backup quarterbacks against Detroit, but I'm thinking Detroit's really that putrid. I'll jump on the Titans on this one. 
I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. I think Kyle Murray is going to get more playing time, and maybe they open it up a little bit for him uh, against Oakland. And the last one, I'm going to go with Minnesota uh, to beat Seattle. This time I really think that Pete Carroll is going to sit a lot of his starters, so I'll take the Minnesota Vikings. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. No longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. So I'm curious. Clap, clap, Thank clap, you. clap. Thank you. Clap. Could the numbers, when they come out, change your opinion? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All absolutely. Right. We'll uh, send a Wednesday afternoon reminder to I'll you. Have to, I'll to put it on sure. Twitter so we could have the official, what my official picks there are. There you go. Arnie, of course, 4 and 1 in his picks last week, 2 and 0. Oh. He is now 6-5 no, no, uh, and 1 overall. Oh, well, you were two and oh yeah, that's right. You only picked four games last yeah. week. That's right. So you're going five this week. Yeah, I wow. feel good. I feel real Look good. At yeah. you. I like it. All right, real quick, we have two minutes left. Here's your over unders for the AFC West. The Chiefs over under is twelve. Yeah. What are you taking? Um, I mean, if you're going to take it, you got to take the over because uh, they could probably go six and zero, oh, maybe five and one. With the two against the Chargers, though. Um, is the reason I would have to go ahead and say, okay, if they're going to be better than the Chargers, I would take the over. 12 is the perfect number, but if you're going to twist my arm, I'll take the over for the Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers over under is nine and a half. Yeah, that's a big drop-off down there. Um, nine and seven, I see, I think they're better than that, especially if they get the four wins against Denver and Oakland, so I would take the over in that one. By the way, the Action Network – has the Chiefs over under at ten and a half? So, oh wow, that's a much different number than what I yeah. first found at twelve. Uh, you really have to scroll down a bit to find where the Broncos and the Raiders are. The Broncos over under is seven for yeah. two thousand and nineteen. Uh, they're not going to be a five hundred team. You could go under there six and ten, five and eleven. They're they're looking at again. And I don't even know why I give you the Raiders if it was zero. You take the under. But uh, the over under for the Raiders is six. Yeah, please. Uh, betting all your kids' college fund on the on the under. Um, they'll be lucky to get three wins. Okay, uh, you guys probably could have guaranteed that even if the Raiders had <laughs> traded for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, for Bobo, for Lita Lap, for Steve DeSager, for Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Do not Ooh. go anywhere. Our shift may be over, but the great big Ben Maller is coming up next to kick off your work week. Arnie, have a great week, buddy. Later. We'll see you guys next Sunday night on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.